The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Just keep moving on Down this road That never seems to end When you adventure Lies just around the bend So if you want to join me For a while Just grab your hat Come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down Until tomorrow The whole world is my own Yes, it's still a massive racist, dear listener. We have that as fact. Good evening. It's Friday. We made it. Three day week for me. Um, three day week for you. Yeah. In terms of coming into a radio studio and doing radio, in terms of life, it's been like a, a, a 15 day week. Sweet Lord. It's been physically painful, emotionally painful, expensive, horrendous, bleak. Ah, oh, jeez. Thank you, dear listener, for putting up with, um, you know, me being a part-timer in my whinge in this week. It's, um, man alive. Anyway, onwards and upwards. It's Friday. It's the Late Night Alternative. I'm Ian Lee. This is Catherine Boyle. Good evening. Hello. You know, you're quiet. I'm not. Oh, yeah, I am. They've probably turned my microphones down. Is she quiet? She sounds quiet in my ears. Yeah. I sound loud in and my in ears. Yeah. Can we turn it up? Is your, you sound quiet in my ears. I sound loud, James, and she sounds quiet. What can we do... How do we fix that? It's called a fader. There we go. We got it. We got it. We're in. We're in. Um, You know the score, dear listener. It's a phone-in show where you can call in about anything. We're going to sit here and we're going to talk balls tonight. Uh, James is answering the phones this evening, uh, which is always a thrill. Uh, You phone up about absolutely anything you want. Anything you want. Can I throw something out there? I think David Lammy's got, got, got quite a good point. 
think he's got. I think he's got quite a good point. I think I he think, expressed it clumsily. I think. Well, I think um, the, the time I heard him express it, I heard him express it quite well. He's okay. obviously expressed it a few times. I think David Lammy makes quite a good point, and I think that the um, the uh, white press is doing its best to turn it into something that actually it's not turning it into. I feel sorry for Stacey Dooley. I don't actually. She's a massive racist. <laughs> she is not. And she deserves it. No, because she's caught in um, the crossfire. But I think his point, the point I heard him say was, the, the way Comic Relief does these things, and let's be honest, Comic Relief is boring, right? It, if nothing else, as a televisual entertainment, it is boring. So is, um, what's the other one with kids? Child uh, ch- children in need. Children in need. I mean... It's boring, TV. Honestly, is there anyone listening who has not gone out and made a cup of tea when the emotional oh, no. films come is, on? Is there anybody who, who, who watches it? If you know that Partridge is doing something, or if you know the Spice Girls are getting back together, you might kind of flick over... No one sits and watches it. We both worked at the BBC where we had to really buy into the children in need, comic relief. And I've done stuff for comic relief. You know, I did a dancing thing for them. And the cause is great. Yeah. yeah, Well, yeah, okay. But we really had to buy into it. And I just, I I couldn't because it's it's boring. It's boring. It's boring. And here's the point, the the point, the, 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 the time I heard Lammy express it was he said, look, you know, you're raising money and stuff. Okay. But the way Comic Relief does it is 20 years out of date. Yeah. It's 20 years out of date. And do you know what? Who am, who am I, a white guy, to tell a black guy how he's supposed to feel about white people going and having their pictures taken with poor black people? I can't tell a black person how to feel about that. Here's something I know, that there are African aid agencies on the ground who understand the situation. They're far better than we do. Why don't we give them the money and resources well, instead of going in, posing with the children, well, taking lots of longing pictures under Coldplay soundtracks? We know we know that they will, um, they will spend it all on. Um, drugs and guns. We know that. We know that if we give the money directly to the Africans, they're going to spend it on drugs and guns. We know that. That's a fact. Um, so, uh, y- you know, I'm not, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? You might disagree. It's me clicking now. I don't quite know I'm doing it. Your chair is bashing against the desk. It's that. It's there you go. That's that fix now. Here's the thing, right? Um, bashing. I, I have got no... It's that button there. Don't worry. I've fixed it now. I, I can't tell a black guy how to feel about seeing poor black people um, on TV. I can't tell him that, that what he's feeling is right or wrong. I, I, so, so, so why would I? But I think he's got a point. I think those... I get it. I get those films of, you know, the, the, gem, and it's generally white people. It's not always white people. Lenny Henry's been out there, and last I heard, he was black. I mean, we haven't got the results back from the laboratory yet, and I know there are other black entertainers. Maybe just the whole thing of going en masse, you know, to a, to a poor village and, and picking up kids with flies around their faces... Maybe that's not the way to do... Maybe that's not the way to, to raise awareness and pique the public's interest anymore. Maybe there are other ways of doing it. Something interesting that you said was is that you very rarely see the parents of these children Yeah. Well, and realise that they're trying to do their best and all this kind of stuff. I don't know it's, if that's true. I've seen the parents. Well... Mm. I don't, I don't, and all, I mean, and also, I, I, all I've seen is that one picture of Stacey Dooley. Who knows what was you know, a foot away from her. Who knows what the picture before was? Who knows what the picture after her was? I I think her heart is in the right place. She was very clean, wasn't she? I've been in hot countries, not Africa, but I've been in hot countries with poor people. 
and um, you, you know, ten minutes out of the hotel, you're, you're sweaty. You've got d- d- black marks on your face where you've wiped your face. Your just hair's camera, all over the place. Just camera ready, wasn't she? She looked very glam, didn't she? Um, so I think he, I, he, I, this is what I'm saying: is you can phone in about anything, including this. We don't normally kind of go in this heavy, but I think I think he kind of makes a good point, and I think that the I thought it was weird that Comic Relief were arguing with him on Twitter. Did you see that? Comic the Comic Relief feed ha- was having a go. It was doing that. Well, we did ask you to do a film, David. On Twitter, I'm thinking, oh, no, 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 come on, you're the comic relief feed. You're supposed to be getting us to wear our underpants on the outside of our clothes, you know. You're supposed to be getting us to dress up as lumberjacks. And no, don't argue, don't argue with the fella on Twitter. Um, so I'm going to say he is certainly right to express his feelings. I'm going to say his argument, I think, is 80% valid. And I think, yeah, maybe, maybe comic relief, maybe... You know, it's kind of a throwback, isn't it, from uh, Live Aid, which is in turn is you can is who you can blame it on. And do you know who you can blame it on? You know, trace it back, trace it back. Who can you blame it on? White people, missionaries. With, no, 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 bring it forward a little bit. Okay. With white people with cameras and poor black people. Who, there's one person you can take, you can trace it back to. No. Yep. Go on. Michael Burke. Michael Burke. Right. Uh, Michael Burke. There were other reporters that nope. went... He did the first one. Michael Burke did the first report from Ethiopia. He did the one that, that Geldof saw. the very, very first one from Ethiopia that um, prompted status quo to be the cocaine dealers at Live Aid. Did you know that? They were, giving every, they were just dealing everyone. Anyway, that's by the by. Um, so it's him we have to blame. Michael Burke... Was uh, this is how hard? So what we're saying, we Michael were. Burke's a racist now. We, is that this right? This is how hard push we were in the eighties, guys. Uh, Michael Burke was our Stacey Dooley. <laughs> That's how tough things were. Imagine. Um, so it's Michael Burke's fault. But Michael Burke, when was that report? Eighty-two. I'm going to say. Um, that's that's 40 years ago, nearly. It's nearly 40 years ago. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's 38, 37 years ago. Nearly 40 years ago, right? That's a long time. Imagine if we were doing... If you go back to 1985 and you go back 40 years from that mm-hmm. to 1945 and we were doing things the same way that we did during the Second World Look War. Look at this terrible scene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think Lammy makes a good point. I think there'll be a bit of fallout about this. And um, I, I think good will come of it ultimately. We, we will learn to be better uh, people as a direct result of it. So well done, David Lammy. I salute you. With water. You shouldn't have said water because now that makes me look like I'm taking the mick on um, people that haven't got water. Oh, God. Let's go to uh, Ryan. Good evening, Ryan. Good evening. How are you doing? Uh, I'm OK, Ryan. What have you got for us this evening? Um, well, because you mentioned David Lammy... I thought I'd um, phone up with my, uh, uh, well, uh, something I do personally with media, especially with you lot of talk radio, um, <laughs> uh, and it got me thinking about me. I, I put on Twitter about what David Lavi said. I don't really know too much about the story, but I just saw about what, what he said. You don't, so you don't know too much about the story, but you felt sufficiently qualified to, co- to comment about it on Twitter. Okay, yeah, go on. Yeah, 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 I, I, I did, yeah. Um, 
But you don't know too much. Just just to clarify, you don't know too much about the story. Uh, not directly. No, that but you felt story. okay. But you felt you could comment about it on Twitter. Okay, brilliant. And now the national radio. Okay, brilliant. Let's go. No, no, it wasn't. No, no, no. This, 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 this bring it. it, it okay, the tweet is Yeah, I understand how that can come across quite um, stupid, right? But the thing is, it's more about the concept of what he was going on about. I felt like I should tweet about because I've thought about that a lot. That's all about like um, charity and why uh, the Western world and the way they sort of portray things yes. comically. Yes. So, um, so I tweeted, uh, I heard his state or I read his statement. I've never actually seen David Lammy. I try and make a point of not trying to actually look at or actually see the colour or. Yeah, but you know, but he's he's he, you know he's black though. Well, I didn't when I wrote the tweet, <laughs> right? Right, so, but so you saw his you saw his tweet, yeah? Yeah, I saw I saw the tweet, and I got a gist of Jeremy Vimes okay. asking, "Was he okay. right to put that?" Well, if you so you saw you saw David Lammy's tweet. Uh, yes, yeah, they referenced it in the, oh, in right. the in the tweet on the Jeremy Vine thing. Okay, so, okay, right. And you, um, did, you didn't so know I, that I, you, you you didn't know that David Lammy was black. Okay, right, yes. No, but all I saw was the other tweets on Jeremy Vine saying he's a racist, he's a racist, he's a racist. Right. So I put then something saying, well, he's not a racist at this time because he was a white person saying this anyway. Um, so uh, even though I know, I know he's black... So hang on, you've got not, your whole I... grasp of the story from, what, watching the Jeremy Vine show? No, 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 it's a Jeremy Vine tweet. It just come up on my Twitter. Not even watching the show. OK, right. Yeah. So it, it just come up on it, and I thought, well, I've, you know, I've, I've, I've sort of looked, looked into things before, like I say, when it comes to things like watching... You've, li- you've, literally, like you've literally looked into nothing. You just, saw, you just clicked on Jeremy Vine's tweet and saw the replies, right? OK, OK, yes. I don't know what the point. What is the point you're making, Gola? Oh no, the point I'm making is what I've done with a lot of people at talk radio before. Right, is where I listen to their voice, right, and I try not to take on the concept or look at it and go, oh, I wonder what that person looks like. I just listen to what they're saying hmm. and don't see if they're white or black or anything like that. Oh, that's that. bollocks. No, no. If I know them, no, that's rubbish. Know... You can you can generally tell uh, nine times out of ten. No, ninety nine times out of a hundred. I can tell if someone is talking is white or black. Yeah, well, I thought I could. So I'm just about to tell you who I got wrong, and I thought you might find it interesting. Oh, where is this? Is a really torturous route. Was it to you guessing whether someone's black or white? Please say it was Julia Hartley Brewer. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on. It definitely wasn't Julia Hartley Brewer. Okay. In response to an airport thing that happened yes. a few years ago, I knew for a fact that she wasn't black. Um, but I do like Julia Hartley Brewer. No, no. Um, Katy Perry for years, for about a year, I listened yeah. to, and I thought, oh, I thought she's black, even though she was a conservative whip. After a while, I figured that out. There are black well. conservatives. They do have black conservatives now. They've let them in. Oh, they have. Well, yeah. Okay. Since 2001. <laughs> I didn't know about a whip, though, so I thought that might be too far. Okay. So, um, yeah, so that, that surprised me. And I just thought, oh, it's just something uh, I just thought I'd let you know that I did and well, what you th- thought about that. I... Until, I find, until I stumble across a picture of them. Dear God. Uh, Are you still talking? Always... Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was quite funny. Yeah, it was quite funny. Have you have you been have you been drinking yet? Uh, no, no, I don't. No, I don't drink. Go and have a go and come on, come on, go and fall off the wagon. Go and have a drink. It sounds like you need one. <laughs> Thank you for that, Ryan. I enjoyed that. Thank you very much indeed. I don't know what it was. But I enjoyed it. I'm guessing Ryan is white. I'm guessing. I can tell. I can tell pretty much. Well. 
99 is that is that now is that that's probably going to get me in trouble is no, that contentious no it isn't don't think it's contentious i told you about when i gave blood yesterday and my nurse was particularly chatty right yeah. she's fab maxine yeah and i want to get her every time even though she uh, got a bit distracted and and i don't think she got in my veins straight away but the stories she was telling me were brilliant. She used to work in a call centre, an adult call centre. Oh, hello. She, she's black. And yes. she said that she used to get people ringing up and they specifically wanted black girls. Black girls, yeah. And one of her colleagues tried to make out that she was black and they always found her out. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can tell, of course, I think. I think I think, I think you, you can. can. Is that contentious? I'm aware that, that now we're in the, an era where I am actually a dinosaur and I'm quite happy, not proud, but I'm happy to admit that I am a dinosaur and I, I say things that I think are uh, liberal and loving and wonderful and, and people call me out for it. Black Klansman. Yeah. They made a whole deal about how you could change your voice. He was changing his voice to sound like a white man. Black Klansman was flawed for me because so so a black guy phones up the, the KKK yeah. and is talking to him and then has to meet him. So they send the white guy, they send mm-hmm. Kylo Ren, right? Yeah. But then why don't they just get Kylo Ren to do the phone calls after that? End of story. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. It's electric. It's eclectic. It's always rule free. It's the late night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. Okay, so we have um, sixteen tickets left for Manchester, the, the show that we're doing in Manchester in uh, May. We got twenty eight tickets left for Glasgow. Um, I think there were, last I saw there were two tickets left for Luton, but they may have gone now. I don't know. Um, I don't know how many are left for Brighton. I'll email um, Cliff and find out. If you want to come and see us, ianlee.com slash event. ianlee.com slash event. There's links to all the tickets. I think, I think, I think there's two tickets left for Bross this Saturday as well. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes. Yeah. So we're screening the Bross movie and we've got the producer... Joe uh, Perlman. Joe Perlman is coming for a Q&A. It's quite a late start. It's 8.30. So we can't dick around too much. I'm, I'm thinking we're going to drop the song tomorrow. Yeah. I don't think we're going to do a song tomorrow. We're going to get straight in. We're going to show maybe one of the... Um, I need to see how long they are. The extras on the DVD. But we might show one of those as the B-movie. Then get in. Then a little break. And then we'll get Joe up for a Q&A. But I will be passing around the bowl of sweets. We're bowl. not going to scrimp on that. We bring a bowl of sweets, guys, so you don't have to. Again, ianlee.com slash event. Uh, that's the place to go. Still no word on the Belfast tickets, but um, uh, boy, oh boy, um, they're, they're going to come at some point. And also to the person who just tweeted us, yes, you didn't imagine Shaftesbury. That's going to happen to you. Oh, Shaftesbury's happening. Yeah, we've got, so far, we have got... 146 tickets left for Shaftesbury so in July. So you there's might a be few lucky. left. Yeah. 101, that's 158 minus off, is 146 tickets left for the Shaftesbury Fringe in July. It's a lunchtime show. That's a lunchtime show. Let's go to Paul. Good evening, Paul. Ah, good evening. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Paul. And uh, good evening, Kath. Good evening, Paul. Well done. How are you? Correct. Five, right. five points. All right. Yes. All right, mate. We're All in. Right. Geezer. How's it going? Oh, it's, well, actually, it, yeah. it's none of, my, none of your business. No, it's none of your business. business. None of my business. Yeah, I just sort of ring up. Usually, I listen to your podcast. Um, How dare you? Because I'm asleep usually when your show's on, but I'm just awake tonight. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, um, I always want to ring up. Uh, then I realise that, you know, the podcast is on and, uh, you know, I can't get involved. So, yeah, I'm up tonight, so I thought I'd phone up and, and get involved. So go on then. <laughs> you, well, you've you, done. <laughs> you were looking. Yes. 
podcasts, right? So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We took ages ago. Yeah. We're looking for some new podcasts. We found a couple of great ones. The Tobolowski uh, Files. Mm-hmm. Um, the End of Days. End of Days, which is great. And that one, Looking for the Lady. Oh, yeah, Looking so, for Cleo. Searching for Cleo. That's, finding Cleo. Finding Cleo, that's it. <laughs> um, so we've got those. What have you got for us, Paul? Well, I've got um, this one. It's uh, called Dr. Death. Oh, blimey. Flipping so, heck, man. You, you don't want to be going under the knife anytime soon and listening to that podcast. Well, what, what is it? It's, a, it's about a neurosurgeon um, who just basically just messed everybody up that he ever touched. It's quite, it's quite savage, but it's really um, gripping. So it's about like 10 episodes. Is it? And it's a, it's a documentary, is it? Uh, yes, yeah, it was like I think voted like number two podcast of the year last year. So it's called Doctor Death about a uh, neurosurgeon called Christopher Dunch in Dunch. America. Dunch. I mean, seriously, you, with a name like Dunch. Doctor Dunch. Doctor Dunch. We'll Dunch see you Dunch. now. He, he, you know, I mean, you would you don't want to be going anywhere near the operating table. So what does Doctor does Doctor Dunch without spoiling it? Does Doctor Dunch or Doctor Death, as, as his nickname, his wrestling name, does he kill people or does he? Just cut out like bits of their brain so that they forget the word fish. <laughs> do, you know, does he do those kind of things? Not specifically that, but does he do that kind of stuff? Um, uh, you know, the stuff is much, much worse than that. Yeah, that's that. That's just quite, quite jovial. Does he cut a well, hole then, in uh, someone's head and then? Uh, then or trepanning. Yeah, and then. Oh my god! Do you do that in a hole in someone's head? <laughs> Uh, I, look, I don't... No, no. No? OK, no, well, that's no, something. No. You pervert. Fancy thinking of that? Well, why not? That's No wonder you got you struck just, off. You just, you just bang out of order. Is what, you <laughs> so, just I, need to... Uh, I have to apologise, Paul. It in a bit. Hang on. He's just telling me I'm worse than Dr Death. Whoa. He's telling me you I'm worse. He never did that. He had some standards. Outrage. <laughs> Outrage. <laughs> All right. You should check it out, anyway. Because I was... Um, the Tobolowski files... I, I started listening to that after you mentioned it, and... Uh, that um, podcast you did with him, yeah. just talking for like forty-five minutes, was, was was amazing. It was just like wasn't he? Wasn't he? Well, hey, listen, it wasn't us. We, I think we asked about four questions in that entire thing. He was just—he's just a brilliant storyteller, yeah. isn't he? Uh, was it? Oh, Paul, Paul, what? That, so um, we lo- Paul, we lost you just... for a second. Hang on a minute. Yeah, no, I'm, still, I'm still here. I've got, I've go. got, I've got Doctor Death. Um. Christopher Dunch was a neurosurgeon who radiated confidence. He claimed he was the best in Dallas. If you had back pain and had tried everything else, Dr Dunch would give you the spine surgery that would take your pain away. But soon... Oh, this looks great, man. Soon his patients started to experience complications. Oh, no. And the system failed to protect them, which begs the question, who or what... Is that system meant to protect? Oh, that bit's a bit boring. All right, I've su- I'm subscribed, brother. I'm in. All right, all right, it's a good one. Nice one, Paul. I will let you know um, next week if, if um, you owe me money because you've wasted my time or not. <laughs> well, we'll keep up the good work. Thank you, brother. Um, loving the podcast. Cheers, Paul. Thanks a lot for listening. We appreciate Thanks, it. Paul. I like that. If you've got good podcasts, it doesn't have to be murder stories, but I'm looking yeah. for new stuff and not not stuff that everyone's heard of. Like people going, you must get the new David Tennant podcast. no. Doesn't interest me in the slightest. I don't really want any more true crime ones. I'm a bit okay. crimed out. Okay, no, I get that. I get that. Although I heard, I listened to Dirty John. Uh, Pablo recommended. I've heard this a bit disappointing. Dirty well, John. no, wasn't disappointed, but uh, a bit too, a bit too horny for you. 
Was it? Wasn't. I don't think he was. No. Say the word, because I've never heard you say the word. What? Say horny. Why? Just say it. No, because you'll clip it. I won't clip it. Horny. Could you clip that? Of course I'm going to clip it. Could you clip that and email it over to me, James? Thank you very much indeed. Of course I'm going to clip it. I'm going to put it on the hot He was just like a master manipulator and then it gets really, really stalkerish and dark. So I'd like something fun. Okay, well, I've got something fun for you. Say hello to my good friend, Alan Caddick. Oh, Alan Caddick. Hey, Alan Caddick. You're sounding very, very, very happy considering what happened to you earlier in the week. He was snatch-fished. Is that the phrase? Catfished. 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 I'm so sorry. Yes, catfished. I won't talk about something you talked about last night. The Momo Challenge. The Momo... By the way, right... They're still going, aren't they, in the paper? Well, one of the papers is... um, uh, It was a star. Is it the star? The star... Holly Willoughby. Yeah, Holly Willoughby's... I mean, the star have got a big thing about how Holly is terrified of the Momo Challenge. They don't mention that it's fake. The Mirror, I think it's the Mirror have got a thing about how it's probably fake mm-hmm. and how no-one in this country has actually been affected by it. Here's the thing, guys. People keep saying, oh, no, it's real, it's real, uh, it's real. Send me one of the videos. Send me one of the YouTube links. Send me one of the YouTube links with a Momo video on it. It's not. It's not. It's bullshine. It is bullshine. There'll, there'll be videos cut popping up now because people will be going, all oh, right, I'll do I'll that. I'll make you one, yeah. I'll make you a Momo challenge you'll never forget. But um, it's it's bullshit. But here's the good thing about it, Alan, yeah. is it's hopefully, hopefully, prompted <clears throat> a lot of parents to realise that their kids. Um, you have to be aware uh, wary of your kids online. I think yeah. a lot of parents take the internet for granted and think they can just plonk their kids in front of a tablet or or a laptop and leave or them PC. to. Oh what? Or PC. Oh, get PC. Yeah. Do you want to get that call, Alan? Might be. You, you 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 take it, mate. You take it and put it on speaker. Okay. Jesus. Oh, my mate. Oh, Just to let you know, you're live with Ian Lee and Kath at the moment, so please do not swear. What? You're with Ian Lee and Kath at the moment, so please do not swear. I'm not even there, listening. You're live. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Ian? Are you there? You're talking to me, really? In Cabby, you there? I think they're gone. No, we haven't. Shh. He's gone, though. He's gone. <laughs> Dear listener, this is The Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes, hmm. 0344 is the telephone number if you um, want to give us uh, a call. You're very welcome to. Um, I'm trying to get... Did you see the... Um, the let me see if I can find it. It was, it was a bit of a political show this evening. I don't mind doing that from time to time because because that's, that's the kind of guy I am. I, I wear many many hats, um, and um, some of them fit and some of them don't fit, and I'm cool with that. Here we go. So you're the independent group, right? Yeah. Of uh, this there's, there's bunch of no marks. Okay. They like Nando's, don't they? Yeah, they do. So they've got. They've got their jobs. You've seen they've listed their jobs. Oh, no, go on. They've listed their jobs, oh, right? Oh, gosh, it's like a... Cl- now, someone we know is in them. Someone we know. Gavin Shuka was, like, the lo- one of the local MPs when we worked at the BBC, and he'd come in 
absolutely top bloke. Yeah. I thought he was, I, I, I didn't always agree with him, but one of the most polite gentlemen would, you could meet. He would always answer the questions. Always. Oh, God, always. And uh, once he wore a balaclava. So. Yeah, we got him to put a balaclava on and take pictures. I wish I still had that picture because I could ruin him. Really, really nice bloke. I like him a lot, okay? So this is these are the jobs, okay? Heidi Allen is welfare and pensions, social care and business. There's only 12 of them, or 11. That they've all got multitasking. Multitasking. So they've all got quite a few. Luciana Berger is home affairs, health and digital and culture. Anne Coffey is children and education. Mike Gapes is foreign affairs and defence. Chris Leslie is treasury and trade, is a big one. Joan Ryan is group business manager and international development. Angela Smith, transport, this is, listen to this. Angela Smith, transport, local government and housing and energy, environment and rural affairs. Hi, Mian. Anna Subri is Brexit and justice. Chuka Amuna is group spokesperson, cabinet office and government policy coordination. Gavin Shuka, group convener. Oh! So he's the one that sends out the WhatsApp message saying, guys, can we meet, can, are you free tomorrow? Or you know one? what he is? Go on. He tidies up the clubhouse yes. and sets the password every oh, week. Oh, come on. Give Gavin one, come on. Give Gavin a better job than that. I mean, you've got, you've got, um... Smith, Angela Smith, doing transport, local government and housing and energy, environment and rural affairs. Give him energy. Give him energy. Give Gavin Shuker energy. Rural affairs. Give him rural affairs. The campaign starts here. I know it's quite a niche campaign, but the campaign starts here to get Gavin Shuker proper, responsible position in the independent group. Unless he don't want it, unless he's doing something else as well. Well, maybe he's going to he's going to leave. He's got to make all the badges and that, hasn't he? Isn't he? He's got to do that, to laminate the membership cards, collect the subs, everything. Make sure they got enough pop in for the meeting. Yeah, tuck shop. Uh, uh, Gavin, yeah, Gavin, we've run out of um, we've run out of lemonade. Could you go and get some, please? Um, uh, uh, and make sure it's our white. Thanks very much. <laughs> no, we don't want panda pops. But but, say, it, but but Chucker, it saves money. Yeah, but it tastes awful. Okay, we want our white, so we don't want it. Well, don't come back at all, you piece of shit. <laughs> okay, Chucker. <laughs> it's exactly like that. You know it is. Okay, we want. I like Gavin. Let's get the campaign starts here. We want Gavin Shuker to have a, a position of responsibility in inverted commas because none of them have, but a, a position of responsibility in the independent group. Could do the uniforms. Of course he can. Balaclavas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. So that's David Lammy sorted. That's the independent group sorted. Who's next? We're rattling through it. Oh, it's BTS soon. We'll do BTS in a minute. Good evening, Roger. Good evening, Ian and Catherine. Hey. Welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome to my world. Welcome to life. Yeah. Welcome to Friday night. It's soon to be Saturday morning. It's a busy. Oh, it's, here's what's happening tomorrow, uh, Roger. Um, and by the way, Catherine drove me in again because I'm still a little nervous about driving. But tomorrow morning I have to drive. I have to drive half an hour to pick up. Here we go. This is what I bought on eBay for forty nine ninety five. Uh, a Chesterfield footstool. A foot, Ooh, the oh, footstool. But not the chair that goes with. Not the chair that goes with it, but the footstool. A Does footstool. It, doesn't that... What colour is it? It's kind of like... It's either like dark red, I think. Dark red, I think. Doesn't that... Okay. Go on, say it. Say it, Catherine. Get it out. So you've got an issue with my foot? She's well, got an issue with my footstool, You've chosen Roger. your footstool before you've chosen the main piece that it's supposed to go with. So well, now you're tied to a colour. No, I'm not. 
Mermaid. Why what? I'm not tied to a colour. I'm, I'm, I'm not. What kind of animal are you? You can have mismatched furniture. I don't give, I don't, you don't give a stuff, me. I, I could not God, care. You're a maverick. Could not care less, Roger. If the footstool. A rebel without coordination. Do you want to know something else? Do you know what? Do you, you know I've had a tough old week, Roger? Yep. Do you want to know what I did yesterday? To I wanted to create a change in my life, right? Do you want to know what I did? Go on. Shave my pubes off. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. What, yep. every last one? Not every last one. And I nipped... I nipped... Um, I nipped myself a few times because I was not in a... I was not in a suitable, healthy frame of mind to do it. Probably not the best time to choose to shave your pubes. And I did it while I was having a wee. <laughs> my God. And I've seriously, I've got about six... Ni- I'll show you in a minute. No, it's all right. Um, <laughs> Because no. here's the thing, Roger. Because I've got this big beard now, right? And I, I, this is a, this is an impressive. You're beard. allowed to have you're allowed to have matching. This is a well, you, parent, well. Uh, this is what I'm saying. I don't mind if it if the downstairs doesn't match. <laughs> your this front what, still doesn't match. Your, this is what prompted your me. Corner unit. This is what prompted me to tell the story. Yes, <laughs> the foot still doesn't match the the rest of it, right? But I've got I've got this beard this beard oh that someone described online. Now t- tell me if you think this is right, Catherine. Someone described my beard as a medieval beard. Would you describe it? Medi- what it is? It's very thick and bushy, like on the goatee, and it's it's a bit narrower. On the side, so it kind of gives me like a, a point. Yeah. As I've got, I finally, I finally, there's a point to Ian Lee. Um, if it went more pointy, I can see what they meant. It's a bit Ravenclaw. But I'm just aware. <laughs> I, this week, I, I really thought. This week, you know, when something horrific happens, right? It was in a car crash, and it was horrible, right? And when something horrific happens, you just want to somehow manipulate your environment. You want to regain control of the atoms around you, okay? And so I've been thinking, I really want to shave my beard off. But I know that as soon as I shave my beard off, I'll go, oh, no. What did you do that for? Stupid. So... You did your old chap instead? I I practised by shaving off my um, pubic arena. God. Dad do. You're going to have... I mean, well, you're blind, Roger. <laughs> I, I, I can see, and I nick myself six times, so you might want to get your dad to help. That's going <laughs> to... <laughs> oh, God, no. Dad, <laughs> dad, 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 can you just hold this? <laughs> do you want me to come in the bathroom, son? Yes, please, dad. Oh, my God! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Put the razor down, son. It's not worth it. Anyway, I do, I do get him to check my head and my uh, beard sometimes. If oh, I'm not uh, sure whether uh, I've when, it when you said your head, I did wonder again. <laughs> we, not Roger that, and I, head, uh, Roger boy. and I play a game called Apex Legends. It's a great game. It's very popular. I'm one of the best in the world at it. I'm actually in the top uh, fifty thousand players. And uh, uh, whenever you play, sometimes you get um, you find equipment, right? And so someone will shout, "Play it with Roger and with Ollie." And sometimes someone will shout, "There's um, there's a machine gun over here. There's some body armor. There's uh, some white body armor over here. There's um, some blue body over armor over here. There's a purple helmet over here." Every time, every time, I'm chuckling away. I'm f- I'm 46 this year. 46 years old this year. No, Roger, can you stay there? We've got to do the. You've been talking so long, mate. We've got to do the adverts. You you, you come on and you, you just totally. Like a whirlwind, this guy. It's like um, Red Skelton going on the Johnny Carson show. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. Oh, Nigel's going to phone us um, tonight. We have to... 
get rid of him yesterday. Yeah, such a shame he was going to sing. By the way, if you missed, um, we played the interview out with Nick Jones last night, the, the folk singer who was um, in a horrible car crash in 1982, which ruined his career. Should have killed him, but didn't kill him. Uh, he survived, albeit with physical and, and uh, brain damage. Um, and we put the inter- we played the interview last night. If you missed it, it's out as a podcast. Um, it's something I think is very, very special. We don't have to be a fan of, uh, of folk music. We play it little bits and pieces of his songs, which I think you will like. Um, but you don't have to be a fan. It's just, it's, just, it's just a delightful story told by him and his wife, Julia, who are two absolutely delightful human beings. And I had loads, loads of people today get in touch saying, I didn't, didn't think I was going to enjoy that, but it was, it was lovely. So thank you for that. So go, go and have a listen to that. Um, we do at least one podcast of this show every single day. It goes out on Acast, iTunes, or they go out on all different... Because I use CastBox to get my podcast. I think you can listen to it on talkradio.co.uk as well. Yeah, sure. Why not? Go there. Go go there. Go and do it. Go and find it. Go and find the podcasts. Do you know how to Google? We'd have to tell Google you this. it. Google it, you slackers. We used to really push the podcasts, and now we don't. And um, uh, But we should, maybe we should, we're going to start pushing the podcasts again. Maybe we'll start recording some little bonus stuff for the podcasts again until we, until we get bored of that, which I'm kind of bored of now. I've said it. <laughs> um, Roger was was uh, delighting us. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, Roger's the last call we got lined up. So if you want to call up now, is an excellent time. Yes, Roger. Um, now, Roger. Ah, yes. Now I know why you've called up because the film that we were banging on about a while ago was on Channel Four last night. Yeah. Three identical strangers. Yeah, uh, watched it this evening. I recorded it because I wasn't sure whether I was in the mood <laughs> last night or not. And it, I'm it, glad I didn't ta- watch it. He last recorded night. it. He taped it. Um, now here's the thing: no, no spoilers because there will be some people that haven't seen it. Um, yeah, I'm under orders from a vile troll not to mention yeah, spoilers. No spoilers. But what, what? Some some movie, huh? Oh, it knocked me for six. It took me probably about forty minutes to calm down. Afterwards, oh, you right there? forty minutes on? and a cup of tea. Yep. <laughs> He's still choking back the emotion. <laughs> I was so angry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's. I don't know. What got me more angry was a certain one of the one of the one of the people involved. Well, the, on the periphery. The old, yeah. the old woman. I mean, the old woman who thought it was funny. Yes. Yeah. 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 Look, I spoke I to the director. Who's, I spoke to the director whose name escapes me, and he told me off the record. He told me not off the record. He told me off when we'd stopped recording. Sorry, it was a big difference. He said. Um, he said. He said they were not expect. They thought we're never going to get anyone involved with this situation again. Treading carefully, and he got a phone call from the, from one of the producers saying, "We've got this woman who was involved in this situation. Can you get over to her tomorrow? We've got to fly over to the states tomorrow." And he was like, "Okay," and he was expecting her to be a very cagey apologetic and he said i couldn't believe it she thought it was funny she didn't get uh she didn't get how devastating what she'd done was and he said and i didn't really say anything we just sat there and let her talk because she just 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 she wasn't guarded because she no. didn't think she had anything to defend no not at all it was all the stuff we all look at me there's me with barack obama <laughs> there's me with michelle obama and we there all flynn yeah. and and then, and anyway, we did this Nazi experiment, and <laughs> it's like you weren't joking when you said that it was one of those that you think that the story's over, and then yeah. bang, yeah. there's another one, and then the bang. Yeah. It, it right. starts out as one film and it sort of twists into something completely different, and you think well, that must be it, and it isn't. It's not over. Those last few revelations, it was like I said a very. I was sat watching it on my own. 
and I and I said a very bad word out loud no, 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 no. when one of the one of the final revelations yeah. was uh, was made, and I'm like, what? Yeah, it's a gr it's a great film, isn't it, Rog? It's, it's great. Um, it's on all four for the next thirty days. If anybody hasn't watched it, don't go and watch it. Honestly, it's it's such an amazing story, and it's and it's it's a great story. It will be hard. To, to make a bad documentary out of this, but they do the, the way they put it together, the way it's told, and, and the way each layer is kind of peeled back, and you get to the next bit. It is, it is the bit when the parents, one of the parents, they go for the meeting at the orphanage, and then one of them forgets their jacket, and they go back, and everyone's drinking champagne, <laughs> finding wow. each other. We, we, we've got away with, we've got, we've got away with that. We've got away with it, and they're all drinking champagne. That was, oh. just, that was just crazy. It's like. You guys have not steered me wrong. First Kung Fu oh, Elliot, no, yeah, then yeah. Bross, yeah. and now this. Well, ha hang on a minute. You're, well, hang on a minute then. That means you're, you're telling me you've not seen Mr Rogers. Oh, no, I haven't yet. Oh, oh please. Haven't oh, yet. That's oh, the next one. Oh, Roger. Roger, Roger, Roger. That, for me, is the... the I, I think... Uh, I, I, I prefer Ro uh, uh, Mr. Rogers over th Three Identical Strangers. It, it, that had more of an emotional impact on me mm. as a movie. Well, because it's something that you can bring into your own life, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I kind of... Because I saw the trailer for Strangers when I was watching Mr. Rogers in New York, I kind of... The, the, the two films go together for me yeah. very much. Yeah. I think they're, they're very closely associated for me. And I think I think there is similarities in them. So, so dig that out, Roger. Find yeah. that. Yeah, I will. All right, That's nice one, mate. Thank you for that. No worries. Thank Cheers you. Cheers, Ta-ta. Oh, mate, there we go. A satisfied customer. A bit windy pops. I had an appetite today for the first time this week. I've lost over half a stone this week. Over half a stone. I think I've put it all back on tonight. With In the, burger. With the burger. With the burger, I think. Uh, satisfied customer. Yeah, I'm, I'm up for actually having a bit of Mr. Rogers. I'm not... Uh, I, I feel like I... Yeah, maybe that would be helpful. Did I get it on DVD? No. I don't think I did, did I? I might... Um, I might... I might... I might treat myself. Let me have a little look. Let me have a little look during the news, Mr. Rogers. We're we still planning to do that for one of the rabbit hole picture shows. Ah, I don't know. Oh no. no. I don't know. I feel that that's kind of. I feel I don't know. The next one was supposed to be the Magic Christian, but I've not really. I've I've lost. Oh, Kath, not 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 at seven minutes to eleven. Don't make me do it at seven minutes to eleven. All right. Oh, blimey. I've lost my mojo. Where's oh, my neck? Hang on. I need to go and see an osteopath after this crash this week. I've, I've not, I, I don't, I, I'm not saying whiplash, but I've, I've certainly, everything's jarred. Everything's jarred. Everything's tightened up. I need, I need a man to uh, crack me wide open. That's what I need. So, um, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I don't want one of these idiots. Can of worms. I don't, want, no, I don't want any worms. <laughs> uh, I don't want these idiots um, doing it, but, uh, yeah. So, yeah, well, maybe I'll treat myself to that. No, I won't, because I've got to save money, and that's a ridiculous thing to do. Uh, um, no, it isn't. Sorry? You're looking after yourself. Uh, mate, um, I've got. I've just had to buy myself a brand-new car. Not to say brand-new. It's... Uh, new to you. It's new to me. It's four years old. Cars are so expensive, aren't they? It's just crazy. It's the first time in, in like a decade at least that I've not had a Volkswagen as well. How'd you feel about that as a person? Um, s screw them, screw them, screw them. I tell you why, because my la wife's la ex-wife's last car was a Volkswagen, and it went rotten. It it went rotten. Um, like loads. Of, I don't know how, but you know where you put your 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 feet, where the pedals are. Yeah. It went rotten, and like you could put your what, foot. Where? Yeah, 
it went rotten and you could put your feet through the floor and stuff. Like Fred Flintstone? Yes. Like, um, <laughs> like that film with Kurt Russell when he's a kid, the Disney film where he, he's got a, he drinks a magic potion and he can run through a car. Anyway, Gosh. so it did that and, and, and Volkswagen, and I said, oh, don't worry, listen, the car wasn't that old. I said, Volkswagen will sort it out. They're a great company. They will sort this what out. What do you think? It's a quality no. product. No, they were awful. Really? They were awful. They blamed her. I'm going, but how? What? It's a rotten floor. Somehow there's a leak inside. That is, and it, you Google it, and of course there's other people that go, and they dealt with it so badly. So actually, up yours. And also, as a, as a very, as you, you know me, Catherine, as a very, very proud Brexiteer, I'm happy to show Europe that uh, no, no. I'm, I'm, we're going to be self-sufficient. I'm not buying any cars from Europe. So I bought a British Nissan, um, which is to show that a we British don't... Nissan. Yes, it's to show that we don't, need, uh, we don't need no education. So up yours, Delors, is what I'm saying. It's two fingers to the Krauts. God. Two fingers, two fingers, zwei fingers to the Germans. I will not be buying the cars again since the Brexit. The Brexit, we will not be buying the cars. The Volkswagen cars. The Volkswagen cars. I've got a German car and I'm very happy with it. Well, you will not be driving it. Well, as far as I'm concerned, you've got really. It's a German car, so I'm by BMW. Do you want to lift home tonight in my German car? I do actually need to lift home in your British Mini. (laughs) That sounds. uh, My what? Yeah, exactly. But no, 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 no thanks, Fritz. (laughs) Nissan, Royal Britannia. Nissan for me, sir. I'd look I'd choice of two cars, right, that were sort of in my price range and were petrol. And the one I, I wanted, I was about to choose it, and I realised there was no CD player. What? So I, I got the got the British Nissan CD player. I'm gonna get that taken out, get a tape deck put in, that'll show them. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, uh, why, why would you stop card players taking drugs? Let them take drug, drugs. Let them take drugs. What? We think the two drugs that he must have taken must have been memory juice and Snapdragon. Yeah, we go. Let them take drugs. I would let. I would encourage it during the game. By the just, just <laughs> my go. Wouldn't it go haywire? Old maid, beggar my neighbour. No, it would go. It would go fast. Trust me, <laughs> it would go fast. It would get tetchy. It would be There'd awesome. Be fights. There'd be fights. Why am I holding a pen, uh, a global pen, our rival? How is that here? This is an ominous omen. They're taking it over one pen at a time. Good evening, dear listener. Friday night, late night alternative. Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, you know the score. It's a phone-in show unlike any other phone-in show in that we sit and talk about stuff, some light, some heavy, uh, but you can call in uh, about anything you want. We've done a couple of the big stories today. We've done um, David Lammy is, is... I'm going to say is 80%. No, I'm not going to say that because that's patronising. I agree with 80% of his argument. I'm certainly not as a white man going to tell a black man how to feel about seeing, you know, black kids in the way they're portrayed on TV. I can't, I can't, I can't tell him. I can't say that what you're feeling is right or what is wrong and this is, this is how we should do it. White, privileged, 
middle-aged guy. I get it. I, up until that point, I didn't really think there was any problem with those films, except they were boring and a little bit worthy. But now he's brought it up, it's given me a lot of brain chewing gum to chew the last few days, and I've been thinking and thinking, oh, OK, right, well, yeah, I can understand, actually, how some people... And here's the thing as well, here's the thing that, that, I've, that I've always found quite odd, not always, but certainly in the last 15 years, is Africa. Yeah. It's, it, it's Af- Africa. It's a continent. It's showing, a continent. African, showing African kids. What? Okay, sorry, they're Egyptian? Are they, are they Moroccan? Are they Nigerian? Are they oh, Ugandan? Okay, right. Fine. Why don't we say Ugandan? Yeah. Why don't we say Nigerian? Because It's like when the Americans say that they've done Europe and they've been to one place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you exactly. You wouldn't see... Right, imagine like um, there, was a, there was an earthquake in Italy, right? And um, they, you wouldn't see, and here we have an orphaned European baby. You go, this is, is an orphaned Italian kid, and this is you and know this is what's happened there. It's that whole thing, and, and I do think that a lot of people. Um, no thanks to that call, thank you. I do think a lot of people think that Africa is a country. I've, I mean, I, I, when I booked to go to Morocco, I didn't realise Morocco was was in Africa. Morocco's. Is in Africa, isn't it? Now I've said yeah, it out loud. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Morocco's, in, Morocco's in Africa. You know, Egypt is in Africa. South Africa is in Africa. It's huge, man. It's huge. And so this constant... It's Af- Africa. Africa. I, I, I think that's that's a very strange thing. And I think that's part of the problem uh, as for, for help being... Help, you know, for assistance, aid, whatever it is being given, is that we label it all... Some parts of Africa are actually very wealthy. You know, because it's, yeah. it's a continent. Yeah. Some parts are, are terribly, terribly poor and some bits are a bit in the middle, you know. Um, by the way, you know, most of the places that are poor is, is generally our fault or the Dutch or the French, isn't it, really? That's it's pretty much it. It's, 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 our, it's our fault that they're poor because we, we went and took all their natural resources, took a few of them as slaves... And then, um, and then bug it off. Yeah, you can have it back now. We're done. Yeah, Bye. But, but the, the ground is empty. Yeah, no, we got all the good stuff. And uh, my brother and my cousin. Yeah, we got them. We're selling them. Don't, but don't worry. Bye. Yeah, it's our fault. We did it. And not, not totally. There's corruption. You know, there's good, as there is in a lot of places around the world. There's you've had corrupt governments and dictatorships and all of that kind of stuff. But they were allowed. To this is a very sixth form. I'm aware you, you want to phone up and educate me. Please do. I'm aware this is a very sixth form of history, but the, the, a lot of those corrupt and, and, and bent governments are allowed to exist because we were there and then we left a vacuum and then they came and t- took over. Anyway, <coughs> Nigel, stay there. We'll come to you in a minute. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. I was yes. going to say racial stuff apart. Right. The fact yeah. is that these days, if you've got a celebrity endorsement, that's how you get people's attention. Right. And that's still true. That's still true. But I think that what David Lammy started, if we could just go back to that for a second. Please do. Please do, is, You're right. You know, it's, we're doing it in a very old-fashioned way at the yep. moment. I was watching this thing um, with Russell Brand. Yeah. Um, and do you remember around the time when he got kind of very politically act- you know, active and started saying that we should all stop voting and all yes. that sort of stuff? Well, just after that, he start, he um, took up the the cause for this uh, Focus E15 women's uh, who who um, working class women who were facing eviction from their oh, area. Oh yeah, I saw right? that. I saw that. And he says, in yep. retrospect, what what an arse he made of himself, and actually how brilliant they were. But the fact was that because he was there, the yep. cameras were there, um, and it gave them a voice that they wouldn't have had otherwise, yeah. right? And how fantastic they were, and how he realised after the fact that once he'd let his ego go. 
actually they knew their stuff. Yeah. I think there's something in that, right? Yeah. Maybe if we're going to be looking at ways to raise money for people or to help support work that's already going on there, yeah. it's flag up the fact that there are people on the ground already doing exactly. stuff for their own people. Exactly. Use VR. Huh? Use virtual reality. Uh, Is that, I think that's what you're saying. It's no. Use virtual reality. Um, what's and, a mock-upper? And Stacey Dooley could maybe, I don't know, I don't know, maybe she could have blacked up. Um, so, Cathy's suggesting VR and blacking up to solve the situation. What do you think? Do you agree with Catherine or, like me, do you think what she's saying is abhorrent? 0344 499. 1000 is the telephone number. Your views are very, very out of touch with the, with well, the public. Well, put a bit of Coldplay underneath and people will fall for it. Um, let's go to Nigel. It's Nigel time. I'm going to... I'm, I'm, I'm listening, Nigel. I'm just putting the... I'm not. Sorry? <laughs> Hello, Nigel. Hi, hi, guys. All right. Where are you in relation to your I'm phone? In the kitchen. Well, where's your phone then? It's against me here. No, it's not. It's not near your mouth. <laughs> it, it is. You sound like you're he's talking no, down a bucket. He's in. Uh, he's uh, in it's an. Sure, echo- it's a clearer place in the front room. Anyway. He's, he's in an echo chamber, like Phil Spector. He's in an I, echo. Wait, Phil Spector's I, in prison. Yeah, actually. Uh, yes, yeah. Nigel. I, on my Facebook, I just a couple of people asked me if I was going on the show tonight, so I thought I, I should call in. Well, you did say I, you said yesterday you were going to call in as well, Nige. Yeah, but I, I don't normally get people asking me um, to go on that, that often, you know. So, Have so, you done the Momo challenge yet? No. Okay. Try and no, avoid it if you can. No, no, no. Who's got time for that? Who's got time I've for got that? Time to, I've got a lot to talk about. To be honest. Well, then um, let's get. Let's don't, don't tell us that you've got to talk about it. Let's just start talking about it. Go. Yeah. Um, so I've had quite a good afternoon. I went into my. I cycled into Maystone. Yeah. And um, I came up behind the mayor of Maystone. Oh, cheeky! <laughs> a cheeky! I hope you had a wet wipe. No, oh. in, <laughs> and um, so I, I chatted him up. Oh, cheeky! Hope you had two wet wipes. Nigel? He's gone. I don't know where he's gone. Can we try and get Nigel back, please? It's it's imperative we find out what happened. So you remember yesterday I couldn't find that song. I was looking for a song. Oh, yeah, by a Swedish Swedish woman. Swedish woman. Well, I've I've emailed my friends and my friends have got back and I've, I've got the song. Okay. Got the song. It's by a it's Norwegian got... man. <laughs> Sorry, Ian, I'm not taking this seriously at all. It's by Louise Hofsten, who oh. I believe is Swedish. I don't actually... I'm, I, no, no, why are you Googling it? Because I'd like to know the truth. Why? Because I've had enough of your fake news. Louise Hofsten. How are you spelling Hofsten? That's OK. And I got it, don't worry. Yeah, Swedish... Oh, she's Swedish. Oh, oh she is, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you what, I'm going to show you my a-hole and you can kiss it. No, thanks. Um, and this is the song. And people uh, people online were going, I bet that song's rubbish. I bet it is. I bet it's... Well, it's not. I'm going to play it for you now. Not all of it, because it's quite long. This is a great song, OK? This is a great song. Have, let me just... Uh, it better be good. Have some of this. After this Listen to this. Remember I said it was going... I've not listened to it, actually, since I found it. You ready? Oh, we think Nigel's battery went. All right, well, he'll, he'll call back. Here we go, here we go. I don't hear wow apart from coming out of your mouth. Wow. I've put the scissors. Put those down. There's a little girl 
squeeze. You've, you're, you're deliberately screwing your nose up. That voice. Yeah, it's Swedish, mate. You, no, it's I'm... racist. No. You're deliberately screwing your nose I up because you, like you want to... I don't like cutesy, voices oh, like that. Oh, you... She's got... This woman's got balls. Let's hear them. OK, here they come. It's a great song, and you know it. You can't deny it. My fans, my fans like it. Fans. My listeners, my fans. I'm going to call them fans now. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see your balls, Louise. Two, three, go. I don't like. But you like the other bit? Yeah, I like it when she's singing, not singing like a baby. You grow to like this bit. I won't. Yes, you will. No. Oh, we'll just keep playing it again and no. again and again. And everybody online, you said, I bet this song is rubbish. Well, why don't you go and make yourself a nice pie, check you got some humble in, fill it up with that, with humble, make that pie, humble pie, and eat it. You ready? What are you talking like that for? One, two, three, hit it now. Yeah, I was doing okay. the rock and roll. I was doing the rock and roll. There. All right, but in future, please don't offer me anything of that. No, I don't no, no. like it. Well, you, it makes me want to. I was doing uh, the rock and roll. Pull my ears out. I was doing the rock and roll. That was a good By song. The roots. It was a good song, and you know it was a good song, and you have to admit defeat and your arrogance. Um, you've still got some dinner on your arm. I'm saving it. Um, your arrogance has humiliated you Where? yet again. That's not dinner. Um, was, was Nigel creep up on you there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, yeah. no. We're going to go to a break, I think, when we get James's attention. James, we're going to a break. God damn it. He's got the thumbs up. This guy's great. He's doing seven things at once. None of them None well. Of them do. <laughs> He's doing seven things at once. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've forgotten your name already. Excuse me. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, Illiford on Twitter is furious. Oh why? Why did David Lammy pick on Stacey? 
Ed Sheeran did the same thing last year, but David didn't say a word. Ed Sheeran was the year before, I think, wasn't he? He may have done it last year as well. I think it was before that. He got rinsed out for it. It was 2017. Ed Sheeran definitely did it 2017, and he did get torn to shreds for it, actually. Is it because it's easier to pick on white women? Also, it's easy to criticise, but what has David done for the people of Africa? Well, here's the thing. I don't know what David Lammy's done for the people of Africa, but I'm assuming by you saying that, you know that he hasn't specifically done anything for the people of Africa. Also, what have you done for the... Who's allowed to speak? Sorry? Is it only people who've done things for the people of Africa? Yeah, because there is a couple of things there. First of all, I don't know. Maybe he's done nothing for the people of Africa, but maybe he's done loads for the people of Africa. So I'm not going to call him out for that in case he has done loads. Okay, fine. I mean, he's the MP for Tottenham. I don't think I don't think Africa is actually part of Tottenham. Um, so I don't know. Uh, but secondly, so so even if he hasn't done anything for the people of Africa, so what? You're still allowed to criticise, aren't you? You're still allowed to point out. Uh, are you? You're still allowed to say, I don't agree with that, I think. And also, I think this this started but with, from what I can gather, because Radio 4 did this the day before this story got big, and David Lammy wasn't part of it. It was a young woman who I... Th- I was listening as I was on the way to the police pound, and I was a little bit lost, so I wasn't paying complete attention. I think it was a young Ugandan woman, I could be wrong, who um, had kind of started this thing. She'd seen the Instagram pictures of Stacey Dooley and didn't know who Stacey Dooley was, but but just saw a beautiful white woman holding a poor African baby. Sorry, terrible indigestion. And, and said, this is a little bit... This doesn't really work. This is a little bit lame. Um, and I think Lammy got on it, got into it, kind of commented after that. I think. I may have got the thing wrong. But um, you, 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 your, points, your points are factually incorrect and, and wrong. Illiford. But also, 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. We don't often have Twitter open during the show. I've got it open now, and um, it's a distraction. So give us a call, 0344-499-1000. And also, just, just, I wonder why you're so angry. There's, a, there's an anger there. You'll come back and say that it isn't angry, but there's a, there is an angry tone. Um, and you say that it's easy to criticise... But what has David done for the people of Africa? Well, you're, you're right, it is easy to criticise, because that's what you're doing. Instead of going, OK, well, what, what, what part of his argument... What does his argument mean? Where does it come from? What exactly is he saying? Um, you criticise. And that's fine. And that's fine. I think that's part of the problem. Here's well. what happened. It, it, Stacey tweeted back, David, is the issue with me being white? Genuine question, because if that's the case, you could always go over there and try to raise awareness. Um, Lammy said he wasn't prepared to become part of a PR exercise. And on Twitter he wrote, it's simply not true to say I didn't respond. Oh, this is to the comic relief offer of going, we had two meetings in my office. I had hoped and still hope your coverage would improve. But Stacey's post was more of the same tired tropes. As I told you before, I'm not prepared to become part of a PR exercise. And this is the interesting bit. There's a plug in the wall as well. Please (laughs) please carry on because I'm really starting to lose patience. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Yeah, so um, I went back to see the vicar where I live at Yalding. The mayor. The the vicar. The vicar, right. And uh, he's emailed the mayor for me uh, with my details about wanting to sing on the TV. So that's a bit bit of a head start. So the mayor's in charge of TV now, is he? Um, it, no, he said he can he can help towards getting me on the TV quicker than waiting for uh, a lot of time. You know, it's a bit quicker anyway. Okay. So, so it's all worth a try, isn't it? You've got, no, I've got nothing to lose. Hey, really. listen, we've got a new listener. James Harwood is uh, listening on the Isle yeah. O'White, the I-O-W, as I like to call it, to save time. Ian, I'm pleased I found an alternative. Please be quiet. I'm pleased I found an alternative to someone keeps banging on about Brexit or Donald Trump. I think mm. you know who I mean. 
Um, so thank you, James. It's great to have you. You'll get bored in about 15 minutes. Big up the Isle of Wight. Big up the IOW. We love the IOW. Saves time, uh, Sandy. Uh, yes, Nigel, please. So, uh, so um, hopefully... Um, Fingers I'll crossed. I'll get on there a bit sooner than waiting about six months okay. to get on the TV. Okie dokie. Yes. So if I do get on there, I'll let you know when, I, when I'm on. Uh, please, please do. What? If it's recorded, it might be recorded. Or they might come to my house. Sometimes they visit people's houses to, re- to uh, film and sing. Uh, have and you got whatever. a song for us tonight? Well, I was going to do Ladies of Trump finish off. No, well, but here's the thing, we I've keep... I've done that one before, haven't y- I? Yes, you have. You have, yeah. Quite a lot. Yeah, oh. here's the thing, you've got, like, the same four or five songs that you keep doing, and oh, um, it, it would be great yeah. just to, you know, it, I, listen, uh, it'd be great... I'm trying to think of one that I haven't done, but I know there's one I'm thinking of now, Puppy Love, you know, the old Johnny Oh, one. now that's a song. Now, Nigel, that that's is a... That's a classic, that is, isn't it? Yes. Yes. I've got, the, I've got the original album with Donny... Because I'm the same age as Donny Osmond. Wow, he wears and, it better. Uh, and, uh, yeah. He yeah, does. He had a great show in the 60s, didn't he? Uh, was it 70s or yep. something? Yep, uh, And I've got the original album, Puppy Love. It's, uh, what did you call I mean, it? What did he call it? <laughs> it sounded like he said... No, he didn't. It sounded like he said he did, it, didn't it? it didn't. Wow. Yeah. Are you 61? I'm uh, 61, yeah. God. And they called it Puppy Lamb. Oh, yeah. Move away from the microphone. I'm a bit happier, but I rang up because I was depressed about Mum's deal, you know, and I've been busy. Yeah, keeping busy is the but key. Still, but I'm still, still um, very depressed about Mum. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, yeah, it, ta- know it, takes it, a, it takes a while. Um, it takes a while. Pardon? I can't hear you very clearly. Ask can I'm you mumbling. hear me okay? I'm mumbling. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Okay. All right. Well, um, I just do the song. I, I I don't know. I don't know all of it, but I'll have a go. Go on, just have a stab just, at just it. Have a go. It doesn't matter. And they call oh, it the... puppy love. Oh, I'll guess they'll never know how a young heart really feels and why I love her so. And I guess they called it puppy love. Oh, I love you so. I can't remember the rest. Well, of you did brilliantly, Nigel, and that's an excellent opportunity to say thank you very much indeed, and, and have a wonderful evening. Good evening, Richard. Hello. Hello, Richard. Can you hear me? Not really. Barely. It's very muffled. Uh, is it a bad line? Is my no? Is you on speakerphone? I'm not on speakerphone. Okay, it's just a bit muffled. Go on, what's, we'll, we'll... Hey, can, can can you be kind to me, please? Because I this is the first time I've ever run up at any radio show ever. So. Well, it depends if you're in. It depends. Well, I'm not. I'm not talking about politics. That's for sure. Okay, what have you got for us tonight, then, Richard? Uh, well, not much. I just wanted to. Can, 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 uh, before I start, I'm really nervous. Sorry. That's okay. It's very. It is very echoey. Are you? Can you? Is the phone near your mouth? Are you on Bluetooth? Are you in a? In is that a, better? It doesn't sound. It doesn't sound any different. Oh, that's just, that's just our phone line, I think. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll persevere. Um, so what's going on for you, man? I'm feeling. I'm feeling a world weary vibe. <laughs> can I just personally say, first of all, um, I've listened to you for about sort of I don't know about. Uh, eight months or whatever. I'm so and, sorry. Uh, Ian and Catherine, you. you are just... Um, you're just brilliant. Hey, come on. Come on no, now. You're just, you're just brilliant. You're yeah. brilliant. Thank yeah, you, seriously. man. Seriously. No, I, I 
think you do so much for people. It's amazing. You're very kind. Thank you, brother. We appreciate that. Um, yeah, and I, I don't know why I'm phoning. Oh, I'm just feeling really... Well, I feel very... I, well, I've, I've wanted to phone up so many times before and never had the guts, but, you know, like, um, I get very low, you know, and, um, Ian, I'm very like you. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'm 43, and I, I get, you know, uh, sometimes I, I don't know what to do. I get very bad feelings sometimes. Yeah. Have you got those very bad feelings now? Uh, you know what? I'm a, I go through phases. I'm okay, I'm okay at the moment. Good. I'm okay, but, you know, tomorrow, I don't know what tomorrow's going to be like. You know? We don't worry about tomorrow now. you just, you just got to worry about now, now. And now you're feeling okay. A um, little bit... T- yeah, a little drink? little drinky-poos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, so that's my thing. I don't... Uh, I don't do any drugs or anything like that. Uh, I do drink. I, I, I do have a drink. Um, I don't have a problem. Okay. I, you know, well, that's what everybody says, isn't it? Yeah, well, but maybe you do, maybe you don't. I don't know. Yeah, so so I keep it under control. But, yeah, I do, uh, you know, I, I, I drink more than I should. And that's, uh, you know, but I keep it under control. And that's how I, that's how I regulate it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So why do you think you've called up tonight? Um, <laughs> good question. Okay. It's a, it's a brilliant question. I ask the best questions. I'm yeah, the best you questioner. Do. <laughs> you do. You do. And right, right now, it's so strange. You just sound like somebody on the end of the phone. Yes, because it's, it's all I am. Just, yeah, just a man exactly. with a man's courage. <laughs> Um, so why do you think you phoned up tonight then? What, you, what you run out of booze? You're feeling up? No, you're feeling no, down? You're feeling sure. what, what? What's what's caused you to phone this it's evening? When, when, when you talk, um, I resonate with um, I resonate with so much that you say. Um, you know, and um, have I said something tonight that's resonated? Because I don't think I've said no, anything particularly. No. Wise. Not particularly. No. 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 But, uh, you know, it's just like sometimes I get just really so desperate. And um, when you you talk about your, um, you know, your real problems with sort of like um, thinking about suicide, Mm. uh, I resonate with that. And, and really hate it it, it, you know it's just like a um, it's a feeling that I really hate but it's really is there do you know what I mean yeah, I do know what you mean. I'm struggling ever so slightly, and I'll tell you why I'm struggling, and this is not in any way a criticism, Richard, so please don't take it as such, but I'm just struggling because you're quite pissed right, okay and it's not criticism, right It's just that we, I know that you and I would have um, a a, a significantly um, more productive conversation if you were sober. Because I can tell that you are struggling to, you know, you're struggling to finish a sentence. Um, And I get the impression that you're actually a very intelligent, uh, thoughtful gentlemen and maybe you consider yourself to be a little bit too intelligent and a little bit too thoughtful and perhaps that's where some of your problems uh, you know your emotional problems stem from i don't know um 
But because there's this, we're speaking through this this window of booze. Mm. I'm not really. I feel like I'm not really getting the real Richard. I'm getting like. No, you're absolutely right. I, I feel like I'm getting like thirty-five, forty percent Richard, yeah. and like sixty percent booze. No, you're very you, you're very perceptive, and you're very right. Yeah, I can uh, smell it on your breath. Um, and i just feel i I find it incredible how you can tell that well you you listen you listen back in the morning and i think you'll be able to tell it as well but 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 but, but i'm not saying no but richard i'm not saying that to shame you or to embarrass you or to criticize you right at all at all at all right what I'm saying is, even through this slightly wonky conversation where I'm only getting a, a, maybe a third of you, yeah. I can hear that you are a decent, um, thoroughly good, intelligent, thoughtful, oh, yeah. caring man. I can get, I get that. <laughs> but I also, uh, I also, I'm not really talking to that part of you. Or that part of you isn't talking back to me. Yes. Because cause you're a bit drunk. Yes, you're probably right, yes. So what I need to know is, you're all right tonight, yeah? Yeah, yeah. You're not feeling suicidal tonight, are you? No, no, no. no. Okay. And what have you got? Have you got anything lined up for the weekend to occupy you? Uh, well, um, I I have lots of things I do, lots of things I can do, etc., blah, blah, blah. Um, We've all got lots of things we can do, but have you got anything... For tomorrow, for example, have you what? What is your plan for tomorrow, Saturday? Tomorrow, okay. Um, I don't have a direct plan. Well, I would. I would normally work in. I, I would do something in the in the garden, oh. but it's going to be raining tomorrow, so I'm not going to do that. No. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is going to rain tomorrow. It's back yeah, to February exactly. weather. There's a storm coming, you know that. Oh, is there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sunday. Oh, 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 Sunday. But I'm going up to Manchester on Sunday. Flipping it. That's oh, all right, I need. Well, there's a storm coming. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Well, I, I like uh, a good storm. Any, anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, I, I can't believe I'm talking about this on radio. Uh, it seems like I'm having a conversation with you. You know, I wanted to come to. Uh, I wanted to come to Sherborne. I'm close to Sherborne. I wanted to come to the, uh, what do you call it? The... Shaftesbury. Yeah, it's Shaftesbury. Yeah. Well, not, co- not Sherborne, Shaftesbury. Come to Shaftesbury. Come. Yeah, I wanted to. I tried to book it on my iPad and it wouldn't let me do it. It's, on, it's in July. Yeah, I know. I'll try it again. Try no, it again. Richard, Richard, here's what we're going to do. Don't try it again. I'm going to put your name on the door. Yeah. Your name, I, don't buy a ticket. I will. I will give you a ticket. I wanted to have a nice conversation with you. Well, that may not be possible. I know, I know, I know. But w- after all our shows, me and Kath always stick around for about half an hour and we say hello and we shake hands and if people, some people, silly people, want pictures with us. I can't believe it. Um, <laughs> but they do. So we do that. But I'm, I'm just going to say now, if you are hoping that w- you and I are going to sit down for, you know, 20 no, minutes... No, and, I know. No, I no, know. I'm, just, I'm just saying, because I know that... And again, I know you don't think this, but some people do. We're not going to sit down for 20 minutes, half an hour, and have a heart-to-heart. I, I appreciate that. Good. I know that. I know you do, because you're a sensible man. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I will, I'm very happy, if you remind me nearer the time, because I will forget, because I'm an idiot... 
Um, but I am very... In fact, I think it's me and Kath. I think we're doing the door, actually, at the right. Shaftesbury thing. So I am very happy to put your name on the door, Richard, so you can get in for free. Well, that's, that's charming and amazing. Thank you. There you go. It's done. It's the least I can do for someone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, that's... that's well, brilliant. OK. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to ask. A, I'm going to ask a favour, though. Yes, please. Which you don't have to stick to, but it'll be nice if you could. Could you give us a call on Monday? Uh, well, on the radio station. Yeah. Yeah. But sober. Ooh. Oh. Oh, he didn't, did he? No, he did. Could you give us a call on Monday, sober? Yes, of course. Yeah. On a, right now, now look me in the eye and be serious. How how difficult is that going to be for you? Do you reckon? Uh, not difficult at all. Beautiful, fine. Then I look forward to speaking to actual Richard on Monday. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, can, can I uh, just put a message to Catherine? You can, put, you can you, talk to me. I'm here. You can put a message to Catherine. Yes, yeah, she's Catherine, right here. Catherine, um, you, you have the most sexiest voice here we on go. radio. No, she doesn't. Right, I Richard. do. All I do, right. Richard. I do. Listen. Tell yeah. me that when you're sober. Yeah, exactly. Listen, oh, Richard, okay. have a lo- it's nice to talk to you. Don't don't ruin it now. Have a lovely weekend <laughs> and we'll speak on Monday, all right? No, okay. Does that ruin it, does it? Well, it's a little bit you're better than that. <laughs> I know I am. I you're know. you're better than that. Catherine is a trained journalist and uh, one of the funniest people I know. And a voice grates like nails <laughs> down a blackboard. You're, you're. I know what you're trying to say, Richard, but I, you're, you will say it in a much more um, efficient and polite way on Monday. I know it. Okay. So go and listen. Go, go to bed. Yeah. Have a nice weekend, and I yep. will speak to Richard for the first time on Monday. How about that? Okay. So would you like me to call back on Monday? Yeah. Yes, please. Okay. But sober. Okay. All right, mate. Have a nice weekend. Thanks for calling. Bye. Um, there you go. There you go. I've got a sexier voice than you. I know what he was trying to say, but I just... You, you, he's hes better than that. He's better than that. You have got a sexy voice, but it's just not an appropriate thing to say in 2019. And, and you think yours is sexier? Yes, I do. Come on, then, show us. I'm doing it. This is my sexy voice. What are you talking about? Do, do it properly. This is it. This is it. Do you want one? We'll give you one. <laughs> Whoa. No, thanks. Yes, mate. No, seriously. Yes, mate. I'll give you one. Yes, mate. Yes, mate. Come on, mate. You want it? Do you want it, mate? Honestly, I'm... I got it for you, mate. No, I'm, I'm all right for it. I'm I got it for you. I got it for you, mate. I'm doing all right. You're hot for me, mate. Oh, God. You love it, mate. Oh, three... <laughs> Where's Richard? Oh, three, four, four... Four nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh my word! The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Dredge, stay there. We'll come to you in a second. Let's go to Natalie first. Good evening, Natalie. Evening, Ian. Hiya, Catherine. Hiya, Natalie. Hiya. Um, I've just. I always catch a show when I'm driving home from work. And I only ever get you from midnight till one. Oh, and tonight, it's not I exactly finish the best. work. It's not exactly the best hour, usually. It's, we kind of wind down around. I don't know. There. Sometimes spooky things happen. Spooky things. But you're listening oh. early, Natalie. I am. I finish work a bit early, so I'm, up, I'm made up. Oh, she's what? Made up. OK, thanks very much indeed. Um, how, so co- I just how come you bunked off, how come you bunked off early? 
Oh, I just got finished early because there was no, nobody in. Okay, fine, beautiful. What do you work? What, what do you do? Massage parlor? No. Is it? I'm a singer. Oh, oh, here we go. Natalie's oh. a singer. She stands up. Really? Oh, what, what yeah. kind of stuff do you sing? Oh, just. Like, I do work in men's clubs oh. and pubs. And oh. Do you know, so. I, I can hear you've got one of those husky voices that I really like. Oh, what's, yeah. what's, um, what's the song that gets everyone cheering? Um, oh. At the minute, probably something by George Ezra. Oh, oh. I like George Ezra. Yeah, good, good. A bit of George. Um, nothing really that I love to sing. Like, I'd love to sing the blues all night, but... I can't, you can't because you've got to sing what they want to hear. Yeah, can you sneak oh. in like a few, a few every now and then that you that you I have really done like? Tonight. Yeah, I have done tonight because it was quiet. So I've done a few songs that I really love to sing tonight, which oh. has been great. I want to come and see Natalie sing. Can I guess where you are? Are you in like? I'm going to say it. I'm feeling South Shields. No. Where are you? I've been to Blackpool. Oh. There you go. I'm from, I'm from Newcastle. Right. But I'm married. I'm married to Scouser. Oh man. Blimey. And um, I work all over the northwest. Right. We live down down here now. So, and there was no one in Blackpool on a Friday night. Not where I was. Flipping so must have known I yeah, was Friday on. night in February. <laughs> oh yeah. March. Yeah. yeah of course. Where is that? But it was. I bet yeah. it was bleak. So what are the songs that you sneaked in that you love? Uh, what did I do tonight that I love? Um. I did Till There Was You by the Beatles. Oh. There was music, wonderful roses. Yeah, she did a bend that. Uh, I bet she did uh, it. I did a bit of Amy MacDonald. Oh, yeah. OK, yes, OK. Um, some Bonnie Taylor. Oh, yes! <laughs> I want to do... Well, well, Natalie, I want to... You and me need to hook up and duet. Oh. <laughs> I, I, feel, I, see, I feel good things could happen for us. If we got oh. together and performed in Newcastle, haven't they got a bit of a thing about "Don't Stop Believing"? Yeah, that's horrendous. <laughs> You've had enough of that. And um, and it was "Don't Stop Believing," and then it was the Killers, "Human." Oh, oh was it? Oh, that's a terrible that's song. That did the rounds. That's a and then it round. was uh, "Let Me Go, Gary Barlow." That did the rounds. Let me go, Gary Barlow. No, please let me go, Gary Barlow. <laughs> it's, a song, it's a song written by Lulu. What is it about Newcastle folk, right? Because I, something I've noticed, and one of my best mates is from Newcastle, and she told me yeah. it, and I didn't believe it till we went there. But she says everyone, like, it's not just right where I live. If you go into town, it's just like the younger folk that go out, like, still go to the pubs and stuff, and they get dressed up or or, or dressed down. Do you know what I mean? No, no coats or anything. But <laughs> in Newcastle, like, everyone goes out. The mums, the dads, the grands, everyone's out. You didn't ask a question. True or false? <laughs> Everyone goes out together. Yeah, like, no, but, like, it's not just the young people yeah, that are no, throw, but... throwing up in the street. Everyone's no, going out on the Raz. There's places, there's nightclubs in Newcastle where you've got to be over 30 to get in. Oh, yes, <laughs> oh can you imagine? Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, well, well... I'd like grab a granny. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, thirties a granny now, is it? <laughs> in wow. Newcastle. Uh, okay. So that, that's that's where Great I gran. would go now. <laughs> um, well, Natalie, I'm only kidding. What 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 have you called in for now? It's lovely to talk oh, to you. Oh, you know what? I just wanted to say, like, I was m- over the moon that I got a bit early at the night. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoy your show. Oh, thank I thoroughly, you. I appreciate you 
when I'm driving home and um, I know you've been going through a tough time. I think you're one of the bravest people for still going to work hey. and still getting on with with life, I think well, you're so brave. You're very kind. I'm not brave. There's proper brave people. There's, there's, there's kids that are dying out there. They're brave. This is nothing. But, no, I know, but here's I the thing. You're very, very, next. you're very, very kind. If we, yeah. we did a show in Newcastle once and only 30 people came, but if we come up that way again, would you she be, be there? She'd be in Blackpool. Well, no, but listen, if we come up in that sort of region again, would you be our opening act and do a couple of songs for us? Yeah, I'd absolutely love to. Hey. We're not singing Don't Stop Believing. Well, I mean, that is the condition. What about Manchester? Well, I don't know how close... I don't know the region. I, I, well, if out. she's in Blackpool, Manchester's not that far. Well, she doesn't no, live in Blackpool. Alice. She's working. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute, Natalie, I'm arguing with Kath. It's all right, talk she to Natalie. She doesn't live in Blackpool, she was working in Blackpool. She married a scouser, she's working around yeah. the no- northwest. Yeah, but the northwest is a huge region. It's like saying Africa. You're telling me... Yes, mate. ...how big the northwest is. Why don't you ask her, then? Idiot. I was asking her. Oh, you weren't. And you jumped in. You weren't actually. So, you've been an idiot. Natalie. Yes. Are you anywhere near Manchester? Yes, I live in a place called Witness. Boom. Well, okay. Wit- now you got. To, she'll be working on a, on a Saturday night. Ask her. You ask her. You, you ask her. You don't know what the date is. Exactly. You ask her. All right, Natalie. Would you be yes. free on Saturday, the eighteenth of May? It's extremely possible. Okay, well, listen. If you're free, you've got two. I will, I'll make it possible. You've got two tickets on the door, and you. But, but you have but to, to sing for your supper. To earn those tickets, <laughs> you've got to do at least one, maybe two songs at the start of the show for us. Right, I would love to. Then you, then you're on. Then there we go. Then this is it. We got Natalie's going to come and perform for us. I said just ask her. <laughs> no, well, you. But you, you do it. You really annoying me. Uh, Natalie, then we look yes. forward. We look forward to seeing you on the eighteenth of May. Brilliant! I shall see you there. Nice one. And maybe, maybe we'll do a duet together. Oh, this is the shut thing. up. <laughs> of course. There we go. Of course. There's a little bit slight long pause. I mean, there. You're, I embarrass you by gone, being better than you. She's going to wipe the floor. Yeah. Should have gone straight. Natalie, I look forward to meeting you. Thanks so much for calling. Thank you. Good night, guys. Thank you so much. Take night, care. Bye bye. What a nice lady. She's going to be. We got an opening act. We're in the big time. Don't spoil it, though, will you? We're in the... I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil Sing. it. We're in the big time. Evening, Dredge. I'm a singer. Do you stand up when you play the piano? In a nightclub. Uh, that's a quote, isn't it, from Dolly Tyler or some somebody? How, how oh, dare you? How say. dare you, Dredge? I thought, I, thought, I thought we knew you, but we don't know El- you. Elkie Brooks, I'm Thank sorry. You. Welcome. Welcome back to the fold. Elkie Brooks. How many people are called Elkie? That's what I want to know. I don't think she's really called Elkie, is she? I've met Elkie Brooks. She's a wonderful, wonderful lady, but completely potty. Let me see what her real name Absolutely is. Absolutely bonkers. No, she's called Elkie. No, Elaine, her name is. Yeah, Elkie. Um, Elkie Welkie. Pudding and Pie. <laughs> that was the name of the group she was, that was in the, in the that, 60s. Yeah, the original group she was in. <laughs> Elkie Welkie Pudding and Pie. You had Dave D, didn't you? Dave D, didn't you, Dozy? Dave yeah, D, Dave, didn't you? Yeah, Dave D, didn't, didn't you, you? <laughs> Dozy? Dozy, that was it. Sleepy. Um, uh, I'm a bit sleepy. Laughter and tears of a clown. <laughs> Um, There's quite so many in that group, aren't there? Yeah, but a lot of the, a lot of the, a lot of them are dead now. A lot of, the, I think they got through like three or four Dave's. Do- dozies. Oh, you think they were harder to well, find no, than a Dave? No, Dave D was Dave D's group. So Dave D was the main man. Then Dave D, Dozy Beaky, Mick, no, they got through some about three or four titches. Don't it doesn't mean Beaky, penis. I mean, I mean I've been there. That's for Beaky. They later um... Captain Beaky, wasn't it? 
That's what he later oh, became. Yeah. This is like a conversation in an old people's he home. Went, he went solo and turned into a duck <laughs> and became... Do you remember Captain Beaky? No. You don't remember Captain Beaky? Yeah, I remember Captain Substantially younger than Yao. Come on, Catherine, you must remember Captain Beaky. No, I mustn't. Captain Beaky? No. Come on. Sounds Captain like... Beaky and his band? No. You are... What year was that? Do you remember his band, at least? No, I don't. I remember our band. Oh, God. Oh, that, hang on, that, that rings a bell. Well, that's a horrible... Um, it's horrible. terrible, isn't it? Yeah, there we go. Right, that's my props. This is Captain Beaky, and if you're very good, and sit up straight, oh, no. don't scratch or fidget, then the nice Mr Michelle will tell you his story. Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. Gosh, look at this, look at this. This is proper pop stars. The bravest animals in the land are Captain Beaky and his band. That's Timid Toad, Reckless Rat, Artful Owl and Batty Bat. March through the woodland singing songs that tell how they have righted wrongs. Do you remember this? No. This ah. is big. Once hissing Sid, an evil snake, kept the wooden folk awake in fear and trembling every night in case he gave someone a bite. Said Artful Owl, we'll lie in wait and one of us will be the bait. Said Captain Beaky, have no fear, but I alone will volunteer. No, make it me, said Reckless Rat. I'll stand there in... Etc, etc, etc. He's just reading a book. Oh, no. Uh, he's just reading the book, yeah. <laughs> as, if, as if anyone would do that on the radio. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, we haven't got much time now, Drage, because you've gone off on a tangent. <laughs> what do you mean I've gone off on a tangent? You started banging on about Captain Beaky and hissing Sid. I wasn't, I was going on about Dave D. What do you want? For God's sakes, man. For God's sakes. Well, yeah, I, um, I was just looking looking online just, like, for, for, for another job, just, just thinking look, I'd, look I'd like another looking job. Looking online for a hand um, job. <laughs> I mean, that is... That's outrageous. That's actionable. No, we spoke, anyway, to, a, we spoke to a nail b- b- place called yeah, Handjob. Handjob Nail and Spa. Yeah, 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 it's true. Anyway, yes, hello. I mean, hello, caller. Yes. Yes, yes, I am unbelievably still here. Yes. So I was looking online um, on this uh, jobs website, normal jobs, but oh god, on this website for unemployment. Employment. Yes. And it said um, one job turned up. It said banana ripener. Oh. Have you have you heard of that before? <laughs> said, I, I was right. Hand job. <sighs> no, because no, when what, they're ripe, they go softer. What's uh, okay? No, what's okay, a, I'm just gonna, what's I'm a just banana? Gonna no, what's a banana ripening? How do you do that? What? Well, it says here, reporting to the head of quality and ripening. Yes. <laughs> your the purpose of your role <laughs> is to ensure the implementation of the banana ripening program. Okay. You'll be uh, responsible for training assistant ripeners. Yes. But to be considered for the role, you must have a previous experience working as a ripener. <laughs> That's why I fell down. Okay, you've not got the experience. Have you never no, ripened think... anything? Just go and bash some bananas quickly. And the other thing was, I saw. Uh, uh, oh God, we're going to be late for the strange... news. The new, news, okay, news, news is ripening. News, you're going to have to wait. Dredge is on a Dredge is on a roll. He's a roll ripener. Roll. Yes, hello, yeah. hello, I saw, caller. I saw yeah, I saw this bloke at work today, right? He had this peculiar... He had, he had this banana with him, but beside the banana was a what? banana-shaped case. Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah, I've seen that. Have you heard of these? Yes, 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 yes. Yes, I have. No, to, no, put to the stop you bashing in. your banana in your yes, bag. Yes, yeah, yeah, I've se- I have seen those, yeah. They're a bit weird, aren't they? It's like, 
I've never seen them before. Okay. A holder for a single banana. Yes. Trouble is, bananas are all slightly different shapes, aren't they? So it's very hard to find a holder that fits well, every single once, banana. Well, once, uh, once we leave Europe, we'll be allowed to have bent ones again. <laughs> Hope that clears things up. I was looking online about these banana guards. Oh, he's, what is... What, what, banana guards. They're going to be very, very late for the news his, because Dredge is on a banana trip. His searches are all over the shop, aren't they? <laughs> I would hate to see what his Pornhub searches, yes. <laughs> Bananas. It says, it says, great for walkers, cyclists and sports enthusiasts. Size me out. OK, I'm going to cu- I'm going to cut you off now, Dredge. Is that OK? Yeah. Okay. Clear the browsers for God's sake. Right, Andrew's up next, and I need a word with Andrew because we are in a very, very sticky legal situation with this caller. Very sticky. If we have any legal minds listening, could you call in oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand? Because we're going to need a little bit of backup because this this guy is going to is going to try and chance his arm, and I'm going to need some backup. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for living in the moon. much time in school, but I told ladies plenty, it's true I hire my body out for pay, hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch, but when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay, hey, hey, I might jump and open drawbridge. Okay, Andrew and Ruby, stay there. We played Captain Beaky before the break, um, and the comments on YouTube are great. First comment from a year ago. Classic. This kind of thing wouldn't sell nowadays, not with the competition of all that mass-produced teeny bopper shite and X-Factor nonsense. <laughs> Don't forget, it was this that we're talking about. My reckless hat, and when hissing zip picks up my trail, I'll just dash to him with my tail. Oh, a good idea, said Timid Toad. We'll hide a long way down the road. There we go. I don't think that's the only reason why it wouldn't sell these days. The reply to that is so true. What the hell has happened to music and talent? <laughs> music and, and talent. talent. Uh, it's uh, it was huge. It was a huge song. I think um, uh, I think um, Terry Wogan used to play that Today. a lot. The late night alternative Mondays to Fridays, ten o'clock at night to one in the morning with me, Ian Lee, and Catherine Boyle. Uh, a phone-in show, unlike any other phone-in show, in that you can call in about pretty much anything you want. 
Uh, it can be silly, it can be heavy, it can be frothy and light, or it can be dark and serious. We don't mind. Don't swear, don't be libelous, that's it. If you phone up tonight, you'll speak to James, he will take your name and number, and we'll give you a call straight back. The phone number is 0344 Ruby, stay there, you're going to be next, but before that, it's Andrew. Good evening to you both. Um, may I start with an, an opening monologue? Yeah, sure, why the hell not? No one has Gosh, it's like BBC London. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> I know. Go on. Uh, I, w- I would like to hereby relinquish any claims I had on freebies to your shows. I, I know I'm not worthy of it, so there you go. Okay. <laughs> Up your bum. I've- I know I'm not wow. worthy of it. Wow, he's kicking off. Uh, okay. Here's the thing. He's, the physical challenge. He's, waiting for, he's waiting for us to go, oh, don't be so silly. Um, so, <laughs> I can think of that. Andrew, so, so as, as people know, we are screening the Bross documentary this tomorrow. Um, I think there's two tickets left if you want to go to ianlee.com slash event. It's going to be a good old laugh. We've got about, I think it's about 60% our fans yeah. and about 40% Brossettes. Yeah. Uh, Joe Pullman, the uh, producer, is going to be there. He's going to do a Q&A afterwards. Um, and Andrew, who... Now, where are you? Are you in Southend today or are you in Las Vegas? Wherever you want. No, I'm in Vegas. Okay. Andrew lives and works out in Vegas, said, Oh, oh, I can get um which one is Matt? That? I can <laughs> not in I can get not true. I can get Matt Goss to do a that's little not how it happened. Go on, remind me how it happened then. <laughs> it happened. I was called up to say I was gonna go and see him and I said about the like the swing version of uh, one of the songs he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When will and I be famous? Said, oh, you could what yeah, that was it, yeah. And then you said, oh, you could do a video for us and introduce the show. So I thought, yeah, I'll try. No, hang on, that's not how I remember No, it. you came in all guns blazing oh, saying you could get it. Yeah, that's not, yeah, that's what, what, you, what you did. The next week, the right. next week, I'm listening to your show and I hear my, I hear you dissing me about not being able to do it or something, calling yeah. me a chancer. Well, so well, well, well here's the thing, myself. here's the thing. <laughs> He's done it. He's done yeah. it. We have a video from which one is it? That's Matt Goss. We have we have a video. That's the one with the hair. We have a video from Matt Goss, okay? And I'm going to play it now, okay? Dear listener, <laughs> see if you can spot. You may not be able to hear it because the audio isn't very good. We'll talk about the video quality in a minute. <laughs> Eight bit. The, 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 he might, Matt has lived in America for a long time, and the regular listeners to this show will know that, that Americans struggle with the name Ian. So whenever I send an email to an American, I write Ian with lowercase i's, I-A-I-N. You know, like a teenage girl. Yeah, because, well, anyway, just have a little listen. Hello, everybody. I'm Matt Goss, and I would like to welcome everybody to Lane and Catherine's screen. I am Matt Goss. <laughs> I would like to welcome everybody to Lane and Catherine's screening. Let's just listen to the whole thing now, okay? This is this is and I can't turn it any louder. This is as good as the quality is. Hello everybody, I'm Matt Goss and I would like to welcome everybody to Lane and Catherine's screening at the rabbit hole. Sounds a little bit freaky to me, I don't know what it is. But I've been asked to give you a message. I want to send you my love. I'm about to go to bed now. I always live in a tuxedo. I'm a bit apparently according to Joel Perman, I'm a little bit eccentric. And now I'm actually going to do my show now and uh, just send you my love. Have a lovely time. So it's a lovely message. He's a good, good man. He's for a doing good it. lad, right? And Andrew, you're a good man for getting it done, right? And I don't mind the fact he says Lane. That's very funny, okay? Because that's, <laughs> that's how Americans address me, and that's fine. I'm, I'm, I've made peace with that, right? But here's the thing: the the video quality. I know. It's like you know. Um, I never forget, right? About. 
15 years ago, my, my father, no, about 10 years ago, my father-in-law is a cardiologist, right? He's a very well-respected cardiologist. And one Christmas, he got sent a present from an Indian gentleman whose life he had saved. And it was a video camera, right? This was, this was 10 years ago. He got sent a video camera. And Peter was like, well, this is, this is fantastic. This is, it was one of those little silver ones that you flipped open and there was a screen and stuff like that. He said, he said this is great, but Ian, I can't get it to work. Can you get it to work? And so I fiddled around with it, right? And what it was, it was a kind. It was a video camera, but it was a video camera you'd buy in an Indian market in Delhi. <laughs> in the, it didn't really do anything. It looked flash, but the technology inside it was kind of like the first video cameras you got on mobile phones. You know, pixelated, blocky, and stuff. And I said to him, "This is useless." It looks like um, Matt Goss found the video camera that I chucked out ten years ago that was bought on a market in Delhi and has used that to film it. It's it's the quality the, the, the quality, Andrew, is is I I don't think we can show it because Look! Look how pixelated it is on my. Oh, computer. I think we show it anyway. Look, the brosets are going to be going nuts. I won't be able to see it anyway for jiggling about. No, but here's the thing, right? We can't. <laughs> That's how pixelated it is on my computer screen, right? You times that by twenty, you're not going to be able to if see we, it. If we all squint, though, you won't be able to see oh, it. Oh, come on, we gotta. No, we don't got look. You can't. But I've been asked to give you a message. I want to send you my love. I'm about to go to bed now. I always sleep in a tuxedo. Apparently, according to Joel. All right, we're gonna we're, we're gonna play we're it. We're playing Andrew. it, man. We're playing it, um, and we're playing it. Good luck. You have to have a couple of drinks beforehand, and hopefully it'll all stop. <laughs> hey, listen, man. But I, you're 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 a very very good man, and you're a good sport. And um, you know what? The next couple of shows you want to come to, your name's going to be on the door. Uh, and uh, we uh, appreciate the effort you put in to get that, and it's it's a funny little yeah. video. So thank you, Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. You're, you're a good man. That's um, uh, right. What you're saying about the video camera you got in Delhi reminds me. <laughs> I, I picked up a, a hard disk drive in uh, in a market in Shanghai two oh. few years ago. Oh yeah. And uh, and I thought, well, okay, I'm a bit dubious. So is it going to work? It's got Samsung on the label. I thought, well, this looks this looks the part. But I know these things, let's just give it a try. Yeah. So this guy, very obligingly, very little English, and I spoke I very little Mandarin, and he plugged it into the computer, and uh, he went into like the, my computer and said, yeah, it's got two terabytes available for storage. I thought, brilliant. It yeah. only cost me, it started about 50 quid. I managed to get it down to about 30. Good lad. And I thought, I'm really doing well. Nice little bargain. Perfect. Went to use it when I was at home. Nothing was stored on it. Oh. Um, my next door neighbour at the time was a bit of a geek and uh, could could work his magic on stuff like this. And <clears throat> he, he tried it and couldn't get any, do anything. And he took it apart and uh, and he brought it back to me. It all opened up and showed me inside. And all it is the other side of the USB is a little microchip that tells your computer, "Yep, yeah, I've got two terabytes." <laughs> But to make it feel like it's the, the genuine thing, yeah, what was it, in there? inside it, it had a load of um, like metal nuts that are glued oh. to the inside of the shell casing to give it some weight. Genius. So it's a load of uh, empty nuts that are just glued into it. Tell me, tell me about it. Story of my actually, life. I, I know. I loved it. Like, I, I loved it more than a two terabyte yeah, hard drive. The, the Chinese are wonderful. Shanghai's in particular. It was Shanghai, Shanghai surprise. surprise. My sister yeah, used to be. Markets. She used to be ca- uh, cabin crew, and they used to know that there were places you go. And you could yeah. get these most amazing fake things, you know, and you would get them in the, you know, proper packaging and everything. But they knew it was hooky as. Hooky as. Mm. Probably yeah. very dodgy yeah, going and getting there as well. Andrew, <laughs> yeah. Andrew, you're, you're, you're a good man. I look forward to seeing you at the next next time you pop along to one oh, of our shows. Good.
Yeah, because I, I did see my local area. I think it's a chain. That hand up space. There's some of those here in Vegas. I might go and give it a try. For yeah, yeah, you go. Yeah, I got a feeling it might be a different, slightly different. Um, uh, you, no, you go and get a hand job. You go to hand jobs and uh, let, let, let them finish you off. Okay. <laughs> oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Ruby, stay there. You will be next. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Ruby. Good evening, Ian and Kat. Hi, Good evening, Ruby. Ruby. How are you doing tonight? Uh, uh, I've been. Up and down, up and down all day. Yeah. At this moment in time. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. We go. You see. There yeah. We go. Fantastic. Yeah. Hold on to that, and uh, it'll go again. And um, but you have to remember that uh, that it's twelve sixteen on a Friday night, Saturday morning. You felt all right. Yeah. Yeah. And cling on to that. What have you done today? Anything exciting? Well, when 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 I woke up in the morning, I had that feeling of panic. Not wanting to get out of bed. Yeah. But um, I did drag myself out of bed. I had a nice breakfast with my mum. A bit of a chat over a cup of coffee. There you go. That was nice. Yeah. And um, I um, I got on with some paperwork and things that I needed to finish on the computer. And just uh, self-reflection. That I... I, I a little bit, and then I spoke to my best friend who I mentioned yesterday. Yes, that was nice. She made me laugh. There gave you go. Gave me some words of comfort, and it, it was nice, very pleasant. There you go. And it's another day. You've done another day, you know. And um, yeah, you're heading in the right direction. I struggled to get up today, but I made myself get up around lunchtime and go. And there's a nice hill near me, about a little ten minute drive away. So I went and I just go and sit on this hill. It's got a lovely view. And I just phoned up a couple of people. I found, did I phone you up from there, boy? I sent you a picture mm-hmm. saying I got out. Um, and I just sat there for a bit. And then when I felt like I was done, I went back home and went back to bed. And that was all right. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. We've got to do whatever it is we have to do to get by. Yeah, it is sometimes the most simple things that give you that pleasure and motivation and just help you get through the day. Yeah. What's um, what's this weekend? Uh, this weekend, uh, tomorrow. Hopefully, I'll go to my um, neighbour's house. You know, you know oh. your neighbours. <laughs> some of them. This? Some of them. This is insane. Yeah. Where do you, where do you, what kind of strange utopia do you live in? <laughs> well, it wasn't always like this. Um, these particular neighbours, they haven't uh, lived on the street long, oh. but uh, we got very close within a short space of time, and um, they've got two um, lovely children, absolutely oh, wonderful children. Yeah. And it's always a joy to be around them. How old are the kids? Uh, four and... Um, no, sorry. Uh Oh, mine's gone blank. That's okay, but they're young. Um, they're young. Yeah. Yeah, go, on, go and play with the kids. Five, five and under. There you go. Go and, go and yeah. play with the kids. That's what it's all about. That's the circle of life. That, that you cannot... Um, you, you, it's, it, you, you can. It's very difficult to wallow 
if you're um, if you're playing with some kids. It, it wears off after a while, you know. If you've got them all weekend, it can be tough. 30 minutes with some f- couple of five-year-olds, uh, that's good for the soul. Tell you something, yeah. when my granddad died, my mum was devastated. and uh, But she um, she came around and she'd just play with my kids for, for half an hour, an hour. Yeah. And because they didn't know what was going on and they didn't particularly care because they were so little, yeah. it just yeah. took her out of herself for a bit. And that's the point, isn't it? Yeah. 30 minutes, everyone, they should prescribe it. 30 minutes with a couple of five-year-olds and under... Boom, that's that's the soul yeah. taken out, spat on and polished up a little bit and then inserted gently. It reminds you that there is loveliness and there yeah. is innocence in innocence the world. Innocence, purity. Yeah. There you go, you see? That's what it's all about. Well, then, always put a smile on my If face. you've got a bit of that coming up, Ruby, then you're going to be all right. Yeah. This weekend. I, mean, I won't lie. Today and yesterday I had... Um, thoughts that disturbed me a little, disturbed me in the sense that I thought to myself, this person that I, sorry to go back to the same topic as yesterday, but uh, this person that I got to know, I thought to myself, despite everything I know about them, that disgusted me, if they they wanted me back, I would say yes. Mm. And um, I, I even considered... Should I beg them to take me back? I didn't want to think this way, but it came to me. But then I I busied myself with something else. I went and had a glass of water. I texted my friend. And the thought went, like, what you said yesterday really stayed You are not your thoughts. And it's okay to think that. It's okay to think, well, what happens if I beg them? And what happens if I offer to do this, this and this? It's okay to think that. But you don't actually have to act on it. And also, it doesn't mean that that is you. It doesn't mean that you are the type of person that would necessarily do that. It's just a thought. And you think, right, there's a thought... Not going to act on that, so thanks very much, bye-bye. Yeah. And then just let it drift down the river. The other thing yeah. is, Ruby, that it's fine, natural and perfectly OK for you to miss the feeling that that person gave you at one point. Absolutely, yes. It's the feeling that I can't... Yeah. Well... And that's what everyone wants. Yeah. Everyone wants to feel like that. It's magic. Yeah. But you can. You don't need to get it from that person because it wasn't... You know, it didn't turn out to be the right kind of thing. But that feeling was something, and that feeling is something that's not unique to that person. Yeah, that's what's been so hard to get my head around, as in, will I ever get this feeling again? Is this person unique and special? But they're not, not really. And um, from what I found out later, like I was saying, they're not the kind of person that is is respectful yeah. Towards women, the the way in which they speak and treat women is not good at all. And you deserve better than that. You deserve better than that, and you don't have to settle yeah. for it. Yeah, even though with me, they put on this uh, a gentleman act and completely charming. And even when they let the mask slip a little, and I had my doubts, I I carried on because. Um, a, I, I'm a lifelong people pleaser. Mm. And B, I'm so polite, I can never say no to anyone. And, well, C, because they made me feel a way that I felt I couldn't say no. Because yeah. it had gotten so... Like I was falling deeper and deeper and deeper. And 
I, I, I know on the surface it sounds trivial, just some guy I met online, we talked for a bit. But even though it sounds trivial, it was it was more than that. Like it, it's hard to explain. I get it. We get it. We yeah. get it. We can hear in your voice, and um, yeah. we get it. Here's here's the thing. I, I was never very good at saying no, and um, I had to learn to do it. Uh, and once you learn to do it, it's so empowering. Being yeah. able, and I would do like jobs I didn't want to do, and I would go to places I didn't want to go to, and because it's easier just to say, yeah, sure. Hey, would you come and do yeah. that? Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Of course I will. People pleasing, that's what it's all about. But um, can you get the phone, please, James? Um, uh, it, but yeah, it's um, learning to say no is um, is an amazing thing, and you should kind of practice saying yeah. no to people. So if you find yourself in, you know, in situations like you're in a, in a cafe, can I get coffee? Yeah, sure. Do you want a cake with that? No, thanks. Just small things like that. Just, you know, so yeah. I don't know what situations would apply to you specifically, but just situations where you would normally say yes, just practice saying no. And, and watch, uh, no one will think any less of you. No one yeah. will judge you. No one will kind of step back and go, oh my gosh, she said no, what a cow. No, no one, no one cares. No one cares. It's amazing. Once you realise that, the freedom it gives you. Yeah. I mean, with with this person as well, eventually it was me that said no. I was going to say, you did draw a line in the end because you felt that it wasn't yeah. the right, it wasn't right, and it was getting further and further over that line. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I knew it would be too difficult for me, despite their insistence that this, this and this will happen. I wasn't convinced because they weren't thinking of me. Good for you. That's that takes an awful lot of strength, you know. Um, you've got this, Ruby. Like I said yesterday, I can hear uh, an intelligent, um, uh, spiritually beautiful, um, strong woman, and uh, you got this. And it's going to be lousy for a little bit, and then it won't be quite yeah. so lousy. And then one day it'll be all right, and you'll go, "Oh God, it's been all right today." And it'll get lousy again as soon as you remember, yeah. and then it'll be all right. You're going in the right direction, Ruby. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Have a good weekend and we'll speak next week, okay? You as well. Yeah, I'll call you back. Take care. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Let's go to Stark. Good evening, Stark. Hey, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to um, say to Ruby, I know how how she feels with everything that's gone on because it happened to me um, as well in my past with my ex. Mm. I stayed with him for five years and he emotionally abused me, you know, called me all the names under the sun, told me I was worthless, told me I would never find anybody better than him because nobody would ever have me. And, you know, he he made my self-esteem that low. I stayed with him because I actually started to believe him. And then it got to a point where I I was even pushing my family away, I was pushing everybody away because of the things that he was telling me and he was making me that low, I was believing him that my family didn't care about me and my friends didn't care about me. And it got to the point where I was completely on my own mm-hmm. and I, I was self-sufficient on him because he was taking all the money, he was gambling all the time. I'd never gotten nothing, you know. He'd it, it, it literally take my bank card out my purse, go... And get the shopping money and go and gamble it away in the, in the in the you know the bookies and stuff like that. So I'd have to like constantly be asking people to borrow me money just to get some food in the house. Yeah. And it got to the point where I just 
I just clicked and it was like, you know what? I don't need this in my life. I need something better. And I did, I turned around to him and I said, look, I, says, I can't do it no more. I've got to leave. And I left and I stopped with a friend for a few months and managed to get myself a flat. And, you know, I lived in this flat for about three years on my own. I, I, you know, I didn't have nobody around me, like, personally, if you know what I mean, like, sexually and stuff like that. I just thought, no, I need to bring myself back. I need to work on myself. And I did. And I worked on me and bringing the old person back and the old me back that he had pushed down. And when I did, I finally realised that there was people there that loved me and cared for me and wanted what was best for me. And I managed to find somebody that <coughs> now treats me like a queen, you know. He, he'd do anything for me. Um, he always tells me, it doesn't matter how much of a bad day I'm having, you know, with my depression and stuff like that, he'll sit there and if he sees I'm having a bad day, he'll sit there and he'll talk to me about it, you know, and he, he's always complimenting me, telling me how beautiful I look and, you know, and things like that. And at first, when I first got with him, I wasn't sure how to take it because I'd never had that in my life before. I'd never had somebody in my life before that complimented me. I was always constantly going with the people that put me down and things like that. But now, now that I've actually realised that this person that is good for me, I know that my life is, is better the way it is. And it took me a while to get there, but I have got there. I mean, my depression and stuff is still bad because of my health. But he actually works with me and helps me with it instead of trying to use that against me. There you go. Perfect. And it's absolutely amazing. And I just want to, to let her know that yeah, it's going to take a while for her to get there because of those feelings that she's got, but she will get there eventually, and when she does, it'll be the most amazing feeling ever to know that she's done it herself and actually brought the, the, the self, herself, back round. Hey, nice one, Star. Thanks for sharing that. No worries, you're welcome. Cheers, my dears. Ta-ta. There we go. Bye. What nice, what nice listeners we got. We've got the nicest listeners. Um, Sloop John B. Hey, 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 we're the monkeys. How you doing? Oh, not supposed to ask that. Hello, Ian. Hello, Kat. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, Sloop. Listen, I, uh, I wanted to tell you about a theory I heard to get your take on it. Okay, good. I'm good And, at, uh, uh you've seen points. the film Pulp Fiction, right? A long, long time ago, yes. Well, there's a cut scene in the film that I saw the other day, and Uma Thurman films John Travolta on a high camera, and she hits it with this theory, so I'm going to give it to you now. She yes. says... There are two types of people in the world, Beatles people yeah. and Elvis people. Yeah. And although you can like both of them, you can't like them both the same, and at some point you have to choose. Yeah. And that's how you can divide people in the world into two camps. What's your thoughts on that? Um, I think Beatles and Elvis are a little bit too similar to, to, to differentiate, really. Do you think so? Yeah, I think I think you'd get a lot of people that would dig both. I mean, they're wrong because Elvis sucks. We know that Elvis is, is terrible. You, you sing Elvis yourself on the air. Sorry, you sing Elvis, don't you? No, I, I, I sing. I sing Ian Lee. <laughs> I sing Ian. I sing Ian. Lee, oh. I sing Ian. <laughs> Elvis sings Elvis. I sing Ian, which is what which about is Catherine. Uh, I'm not an Elvis person. My sister is. I just right. think a lot of people. A lot of people will say that they like the early Beatles and they like Elvis. I think I can see. I can see too much of a crossover. 
between those yeah. acts. I think you're well, more yeah. likely to say you're either a Beatles group, a Beatles person, or... Well, no, actually, why, why are we even debating some crappy Quentin Tarantino dialogue that he cut from his film? You're not a Tarantino fan. Uh, I think he's a. I think as a human being, he's a he's a knob. Well, yeah, you've got a point. There, I haven't seen. I, I haven't seen Pulp Fiction. Opinion. I haven't seen Pulp Fiction since it, since it came out. I, I bought it on Hooky VHS in Camden Market for a fiver, really bad quality, and I watched it and I watched it loads of times and I used to really love it. But that would have been. I would have been... About 1995? Yeah, I was going to say, I was, 20, I was 23, mm-hmm. so 95, 96. Um, I and had I've, the poster in my bedroom at yeah, university. and I've not seen it <laughs> since then, and I wonder... I wonder, I wonder if it would stand the test of time. Zed's dead, baby. It's a great film. That's what I said. That's why I watched it the other day. I just thought I'll have to, I'll have to ask Ian about this. Reservoir uh, Dogs is... Res, right, here we go. Reservoir oh. Dogs is a good film, right? Because yeah, it's like brilliant. a play. So it's a play. Basically, it's yeah. a basically it's a play filmed in front of a camera, right? Well, I heard it's ripped off from a Japanese film, but that's because because it, it is. He rips everything off, right? Kill Bill, yeah. boring. Yeah. Jackie Brown, boring. No, I like Jackie Brown. Yeah, you're wrong. It's no, boring. That's right. It's a, it's great a boring film. film. Sit your raggedy ass down. Boring, <laughs> boring. My favourite from Dust Till Dawn. Right. Uh, Catherine, that's my favourite as well. Yeah, yeah. He wrote True Romance too. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah boring. I don't boring. Really remember a lot about it. Inglorious Bastards. Oh, boring. Even a bit with Elvis in the mirror talking to him. Boring. I like you, Clarence. Inglorious, <laughs> Inglorious Bastards is uh, I've not seen, but it looks boring. Every no, other like every other film he's ever done since looks boring. He's doing a film about Charles Manson. It looks boring. The guy's I a joke. About Charles Manson be boring. It should be great. Yeah, the guy's sure. a joke. The guy's a joke. Is Are you it, just worried about how he's going to portray Dennis Wilson or something? No, I just, no, I just, uh, I just don't want to go and watch a movie about Charles Manson directed by um, Quentin Tarantino. Oh, can I just say one quick thing before, like, before I go in there? You know the Beach Boys film? Is it Love and Music or something? Love and Mercy. Yeah, this guy, it. this guy calls up. He's called Sloop John Bean. He doesn't know the name of the Brian Wilson movie. Wow. I like and the he's te- oh, and he's talking on. and he's talking to me about what films I should and shouldn't like. Wow, this guy's a joke. <laughs> yes, mate. Is it love, love and music. Yeah, go on. Love and music. Yeah, named after yeah, the Brian Wilson just, song. Love and music from his first solo album, Brian Wilson. Love and music. Yeah, go on. Love and music. Yeah, the film. Yeah, is called Love and music. Yeah. Love and music. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, it's love <laughs> and it's named after the song Love and music from the first Brian Wilson album. I've not heard that one. Yeah. Oh, right. okay. Sloop John B. Yes, <laughs> it's a great film. Well, there you go. All right, I'll have a look and I'll, I'll let you know. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate the... the uh... Does anyone get shot in it or, like, take, Hopefully. take loads of drugs? Oh, they take a lot of drugs <laughs> in it, lot, yeah. He takes a lot of drugs maybe in Brian it. Brian Wilson does the Samuel L. Jackson, the path of the righteous, <laughs> There you go, you <laughs> see. Know. Zed's dead, baby. Hey, nice one, Sleep. Thanks for the call, man. Laters, bye. Oh. Bye-bye. Laters, I like that. Oh, oh I enjoy talking to Sleep. Still, see you uh, let's go to uh, Mark. Good evening, Mark. Good evening, and how are you? None of your business. What you got for us, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I was just getting involved in that Quentin Tarantino discussion then, and uh, I, I still think his films are pretty cool. I think they're good. We're glad. <laughs> boom, boom! Whoa! See, you got burnt there, Mark. You got burnt. <laughs> he was just going to leave you dangling. I felt like I had to bring it you to some burnt. kind of close. You know what? That was a total, like, blimmin'... You know, you might as well have had a church bell ringing in the background. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was, I was, I was exaggerating slightly for comic effect. I'd, you know, if Pulp Fiction were on, I'd, I'd sit down and watch it probably. Oh, 
Loved it. You know what, though? I went to see that at the cinema when it came out, and I just did not get it. I had to go back about two or three times. Oh, because there's, like, the time jump in there, isn't there? Yeah, it was like the first time that the filmmaker had used that sort of um, yeah. time Thing, you know. Well, I, I was I say I watched it. I, I don't recommend it, but I watched it on a hooky video that I bought in Camden, and I thought that it'd been because sometimes you get those videos and they're edited wrong, and I thought that it's like, oh no, this is there's like yeah. a, there's like an hour in the wrong place, and oh balls, but yeah, then you realise yeah, it's part of it, yeah, yeah. You got Travolta who'd been shot in the toilet, you know, and then the next thing he's walking around again, and, and I'm like, whoa, wait on, he's dead. I just don't. Here's the thing. I just, I, right. I, I didn't like Jackie Brown. I, I thought Kill Bill was just awful. Well, yeah, boring. It's only half a film, though, isn't it? Well, no, because there's two of them. Well, Kill exactly. Bill. Yeah, there's two of them. Um, but then yeah. I saw an interview with Uma Thurman last year when she said that he was a bit of a sleaze bag, and that whole oh, thing what? about him strangling her with the chains. Did you read yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. He nearly killed her. Yeah. Two, two instances, really? he nearly killed her in a car crash. She nearly died. So, like, a camera c- came off and hit her or something. And another thing where she had to be strangled with a chain, and Quentin said, I will do it, and I will hold it a little bit longer than you're comfortable with, and we'll get the shot. And he... I nearly swore then. And he choked her with a metal chain. He choked her. And no she found it terribly upsetting, as one would. And I just thought... All right, yeah. there's, 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 there's authenticity and there's also acting. And, you know, sometimes you just got to act. And that yeah. was, I thought, was a bit, of a bit of a joke, really. I think the, the fact he tries to get in his own movies as well is a little bit like... Oh, he's he's a know, terrible actor, And he's always he? himself. Oh, no, he's always himself. He's, he's one ugly mofo, you know. Wow, gosh, that escalated quickly. No, that? but it's a thing where he does that thing where he... No, 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 no. For you know, yeah. five minutes. It's like okay, we know you can talk fast. Come yeah, on. Yeah, we know. Yeah, you've got verbal diarrhoea, mate. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much your uh, your thing, isn't it? When did you last watch uh, Pulp Fiction, Mark? I watched it actually about uh, two or three months ago, uh, just to kind of see what it was all about again. You and know, was it all right? Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, it's just star studded, isn't it? You know, you've you've got them all in there, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> You have got them know. all in there. I'm a big Bruce Willis fan, so I do. Yeah, I enjoy no, I, his bit. I think it's a bit dated now, if you want me honest with you, because there's so many films that have just moved on from it, and it's just kind of... It was like the... Uh, I don't know, the, it was the starting point, wasn't it, for a lot of filmmakers. It was so it, cool at the time, though. So cool. Oh, it was. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I Whereas say, Reservoir yeah, Dogs, yeah. I don't think that, that can date as well, because it's pretty much just like one shot, you know. That is, 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 oh, I didn't get that. I mean, Reservoir Dogs was not one of my favourites, but you're saying it was one of yours, but I didn't find it that good. Out of his stuff, it was... I remember, cause yeah. that, I remember that, that, again, someone had a video of that before Pulp Fiction came out, and it was, he was, it was still a bit of an underground thing. And I remember <laughs> watching that late at night and thinking, yeah, this is all right. This is a, but here's the thing, Mark. <coughs> I'm I'm kind of apart from superhero movies, I'm quite bored of movies where people just go around shooting each other now. Yeah, it's, it needs a bit more of a plot, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit of story. And so many hitmen movies as well. You know, they're yeah. always men or Secret Service or you know, come on, let's let's move away from that one as well. That's just boring as well. Mark, you and me, we're going to make a movie together. Natalie's going <laughs> to sing the theme tune. You and me, we're going to make a movie, and it's not going to be about hitmen. It's going to be about um, just just guys having fun, and it's going yeah, to be called. It's going to be called guys having fun, and that's what it's going to be about. 
but very quickly, I mean, Inglorious Bastards, uh, well, Bastards, sorry. Bastards, yes. Uh, that was ridiculous. I mean, uh, really? Do you know what? Yeah. I've not actually seen that. It just, that's the World War Two one, isn't it? It just, yeah. Yeah, it just looked rubbish. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, yeah. All right. Nice one, Mark. Hey, listen, thanks for the call. It's been a pleasure. Uh, you t- trust me, it's been a, it's been more of a pleasure for us, buddy. It's been more of a pleasure for us. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Another twenty minutes to go before Martin Kellner comes in. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio with Ian and Kath. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We are nearly done. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Uh, Catherine, what have you brought to oh. uh, what what dip have you brought to the party for All us right, to have uh, this enjoy? dip? Yes, ah. Stephen Ainscough, 54, invited 80 people to his second wedding bash in Wigan, Greater Manchester. Okay. Despite being married still to his first wife, oh, Sandra. Oh, no, no, no. We do not approve of that, although we all get a little slight thrill when we hear about bigamy, don't we? A bus driver who was still wedded to his estranged wife when he tied the knot with another woman has been spared jail. Stephen Ainscough, 54, organised a full-on wedding bash with up to 80 people when he married his new bride, Angela Atkinson. This came despite him still being married to his first wife, Sandra, from whom he'd separated after 16 years of marriage in 2010. Uh, oh, so it, they've been separated a long for time. a long time, yeah. yeah. Proceedings to divorce the woman, however, didn't start until 2017. OK. It's, it's always slightly different when... I prefer it when they're le- leading double lives and they've got two two wives that they're actively rogering. Wow. I couldn't think of a way to... F- I didn't know what to... Rogering. Well, you oh know God. what I mean. Screwing. Oh. Having. Oh. Doing. Duh. I don't know... Loving? Well? Entering. Oh. Anyway, Bumming? you got... You got- <laughs> Do you know how you got found out? Um, let me think. Yes, Facebook. <laughs> it's always Facebook, isn't it, these days? No, it says, according to the Mirror Online, yep. he was found out when a relative tells first wife about invite to second wedding. Ooh, oh, she was angry she didn't get invited. Is it? I don't know, it looks like... It doesn't explain it in the rest of the pe- thing. I'm just looking at it now. Well, so she obviously went to the police and said, uh, "This guy's this guy's a jerk. He's a piece of trash. Yeah, he's a scumbag. He's an a hole. He's an a man. Incredible. This guy's an a man. He must have known he was still married. What was he thinking? Well, he, he was probably thinking it'll get sorted out at some point, and maybe she was. I blame it on. I blame her, the second wife. Maybe she was putting pressure on, and he couldn't say no, and he got married. Just thought it'll get sorted out. You know." Maybe. Mrs Ainscough, I'm not sure which one, says she questioned him about the incident and was told the event in October was just a ceremony and not a marriage. Oh. Well, that's not true at all. No, that's a lie. You can't lie under the eyes of God. (laughs) Or to your wives. Well. Because it'll all come out. So he gets a 12-month community order in order to complete 100 hours of unpaid work and having to pay £170 in costs. Yes, because I'll do what, sorry? What's his punishment? Hang on. Surely his punishment is... He's got to live with them both. Um, uh, um, uh, thanks very much. Live with them. That's what you were looking for earlier on. Okay, right. Instead of 
Bumming. What, so what's his punishment? Apart from having to live with them both. <laughs> oh, she's going to marry him again. Ms Atkinson, who attended court <coughs> in, with Ainscough, remains with her husband and they hope to have a smaller wedding later in the year. Ainscough was sentenced to a 12-month community order and ordered to complete 100 hours of unpaid work. He'll also have to pay £170 in cost. Ah, that's all right. Worst thing is he's got to live with them both. Um, uh, um, do the thing about the um, vagina tightener. Oh, that one. Yeah, all right. That's okay. my favourite story of the day. Be. There's another one that you've not seen, but I'll I'll do this one okay. if you want. Yes, please. Okay, let me find it. Uh, where is it? E-cigar, is it? Where? Is oh no, it? that's e-cigarette because it looks like a cigar. Is why I'm thinking it's that one. Where's my vagina tightener? <laughs> I'm sure I left it. Oh blimey, it's dropped out. <laughs> I don't actually know where it is. Hang on. I'm trying to find it. Um, hang on. OK, we're hanging out. I will. I'll find it. Hang on. OK, you find it. Catherine, how does this story make you feel? <laughs> oh, did that come out? There we go. Oh, no, hang on. There we go. Horny. There we go. Oh, now, come on. That's, that's not nice. Horny. <laughs> this is, this is uh, for all you guys. Horny. <laughs> Stop it! But if I listen too long, my brain turns to mush. Horny. <gasps> Never. I can't believe what I'm listening to. Horny. <laughs> Horny. I can't Stop it! I'm trying to find it. You're putting me to. off. Horny. <laughs> run, run away! Run for your life! Hey guys, look at ah, cats. Horny. <laughs> so. Run, run away! Run for your life! <laughs> I am broken, Britain. The sun. I would not say yes, but I certainly would not say no. Hello on Free County. Hello on Talk Radio. Number one lady, Miss Catherine Ball. Corny. All right, stop that. Right, this is in the sun's fabulous section, <laughs> yes. so Dick. to speak. Dirty pervert. <laughs> Bit of a stretch. Stupid. You're a pervert. Come on. <laughs> Steady. Stupid Steady. vagina tightening stick claims to make sex feel like the first time by exfoliating calluses. I don't want sex to feel like the first time because it wouldn't last for it. It's like 10 seconds. Also, exfoliating calluses. Calluses? In, inside your vagina. Is the suggestion there? The bizarre. It's a bad taste in my mouth. Ugh. A bizarre vagina tightening go. stick has been slammed. A BVT. And I think they mean that the stick is bizarre rather than it's for bizarre vaginas. Well, has been slammed on social media for stupid claims, and don't it will slam help it on you. social media. <laughs> I know we've we got to slam it, but it's not there. <laughs> You're a fanny. For stupid wow. claims that it will help you return to your former tightness in seconds. Golly, golly gosh. The creators of the Jammu stick... Jammu, you say? ...suggest the oblong-shaped device, just say, it looks like a cigar, ensures sex feels like the first time by dealing with a loose vagina... Oh, God. I, oh. I feel like Jenny Eclair in those adverts. Vaginal discharge and odour. OK, OK. And exfoliating okay. calluses. OK. Right, OK, we're, we're through that bit now. On the website, the creators claim the stick, which is 12 centimetres long, 2.5 centimetres wide, and is meant to be placed... We know where it's meant to be placed for at least Corny. 30 seconds. You're a fanny. Contains a secret recipe of herbs to stimulate hormone balance and strengthen the, and I'm quoting, flabby or insensitive vaginal muscles. Dirty pervert. 
They write it can be used for vaginal cleansing. Please stop Euro saying that vaginal word. Vaginal stop, stop saying that word now because now it's lost all meaning. Elimination. Discharge an odour. Tightening of the vagina. Increase of libido. I've and got a mouth for a sausage. Intensification of sexual feelings. They add that tightening the vaginal wall increases sexual feelings, restores a sense of youth and vitality to wow. intercourse. Wow, Fanny looks so young. <laughs> that's that's not a thing you want to say in the bedroom, is something it? something different with that. That's, that's not something you want to say. Oh, it looks so young. Oh, it looks like a teen. Oh, no. No, no, no. Additionally, they suggest that women from all over Indonesia have used these sticks since oh, time Oh, God, I want a new one. <laughs> no, not if it's been passed around. And still used to maintain intimate purity and love for their husbands. In a Facebook post, they also claim the stick exfoliates calluses. The caption reads, The biological exfoliation of the callus inside of the vagina sensitises, cleans and regenerates, as well as having a positive effect on the consistency and aroma. Oh, okay, okay, no, come okay, on. Okay, there Seriously. we go. So Seriously. anyway, let's get to where everyone starts you having a laugh to do about it. For it. You rub it in. No, I don't. One woman commented, I just, I just use my husband's belt sander. I get a lot of smoking, but it smells funny. Uh, but oh. there's no more calluses in my nunny. <laughs> Another joke. So one guy finally found a clitoris and thinks it's a callus. A third pointed oh, out, please. harmful, Not inaccurate and stupid. Oh, that's a scientist. According to the NHS, your vagina is designed to keep itself clean with the help of natural secretions. They also recommend pelvic floor exercises to help tone the vi vaginal muscles and uh, your pelvic floor muscles. So, please, girls, leave the cigar where it's supposed to be. You can pack that in as soon as you like. I like mine quite hard, and then I like to put it all in my mouth at once. Let's go to Sheila. Good evening, oh. Sheila. Oh. Oh. You got your jammu stick? <laughs> Hello. Hello, Sheila. How are your calluses? Hello, gorgeous. Hello, can you hear us? And hello, gorgeous. That'll be me. <laughs> can hello, you gorgeous Cass. Can you hear us? Yes. How are your calluses? I've got no calluses. You, you use the jumbo stick. <laughs> I've got no calluses. Okay. Gosh, I, I didn't hear that, but I think my cats did. Okay. There we go. Anyway. Anyway, Sheila. You've taken me off my train of thought now. What I don't think that was us. I don't think you had a ticket for your train of thought and uh, security has booted you off in between oh. stations. OK, this is what I want to ask yeah. about Richard that was on a little bit earlier. OK. And I really liked that call. I thought it was lovely yeah. because he trusted you and oh, yeah. you, you were very kind to him. Yeah. So, and you gave him a different name. Sorry? Yeah, you said if he calls up on Monday, he's going to start afresh. Yeah, I didn't give him a different no, name. you said you just won't be pissed. Okay, can I can I have a different name on oh, Monday? We can do that. You've totally misheard what happened. But yeah, of of of, uh, of course we can. Because um, every time I phone up, they're like, "Oh, Sheila," before I even phone up. So well, can I do? Can I have a fresh start, please? Yes, you can. But if we if we know what your name is now, then it's going to get put on the records, and then when you ring up, they'll say, "Oh, Patricia." No, I won't say it now. Right. Oh. So hang on, do but you want us to give a you a... phone. I don't, I've tried it a couple of times on different phones, but I you won't... Know your Here's the thing, right? Everyone thinks that their voice is quite plain and that no-one really recognises their voice, right? Everyone thinks That's that. That's what I would hope. Yeah. Your voice is 
in the top 10% of the most distinctive voices oh, we have no. found in this show. Yeah. yeah, I would know you a mile off. Yeah, and yeah. I would know if you were doing And that's not an insult. In many ways, that's a compliment. But your voice is quite distinctive. Okay, but... Okay, I'm giving up alcohol next week. And I want to give it a try. Okay, fine. Do you? So you? you and don't I would want like us... to phone up and do it. Di- be completely different. Fine. Okay. Fine. I like it. I, I, d- definitely. I'm up for that. Of course, I am. We all shape our own destinies within a and certain Catherine extent. Catherine probably knows why I'm giving it up next week. I'm giving it up next Wednesday, and I'm going to really try to do it. Okay. That's that's good news. Catherine. And okay. I would like to be able to phone up and not be me. What's happening next Wednesday? It doesn't matter. Okay. So, that's okay. good. All right. Fair enough. So, do, do you want us to give you a name, or you can use a different name? No, I don't mind. You can give me a name. But if we give you That'd a name, then we'll know. Yes. It. If we give you a name, we'll know it's you. Yeah. I don't mind you guys knowing. I don't want. Oh no, I don't want everyone else knowing. Well, so let's pretend we didn't have this conversation. Let's call you. Can... can we call you Symmetra? What's that? What does that mean? It's from the game Overwatch that I used to play. Okay. Yeah. Symmetra is a good name. Now, do you want us to change the name on your on the screen now? So, yeah. Okay, James. I, I, I don't like phoning up and it's always like, we, oh, hello, Sheila. We're going to change Sheila's name on the screen to Symmetra. That is spelt S-Y, I think it's double M-E-T-R-A. Symmetra. Ian, before you spell it, can I just say I've got a real crush on somebody oh. that isn't real. He's a computer game person. I really, oh. Oh, is it really like him. <laughs> it's The Witcher. Who's The you Witcher? Know, do you know The Witcher? No. You, you never played the game The Witcher? Baby, baby, baby! Oh, don't remember. Is he a big, muscly, blonde man? No, he's quite an old, grey, oh, yeah, um, muscly man, yeah. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's Monday's phone-in, Symmetra. Are we calling you Symmetra yet, or Sheila? No, I'll, go, I'll be Symmetra now. Okay. That's fine. Well, that's Monday's phone-in, Symmetra. Um... Uh, f- fake people that you've got a crush on? Because there's lots of stuff I want to talk to you about, but it's stuff I can't talk about under my own name. <laughs> Hello? Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you absolute nut job! All right. Well hey, then. Night, night, darling. Bye. Good, good night, Symmetra. Goodbye forever, Sheila. Who was that? I don't I have know who no that idea. Was. I don't know who that was. <laughs> Strange. Anyway, good for her. I don't know why she thought I would know why Wednesday was. Why that Strange was call. By the way, this is uh, coming, Martin. Got good news. By the way, good news. David Hasselhoff is getting ready to hit the big screen in a film version of Knight Rider. Oh. No, no, no. We're going to go and see it. The Hoff sixty six <laughs> is returning as I love Knight Rider is returning as Michael Knight in his talking car kit. Playing a high-tech crime fighter, the series made him a household name. Now, after a decade of trying to create a film project, he is back, 33 years on from the last series. He said, I cannot talk about it, but if I was a betting man, I would bet maybe in about a year you could take some popcorn to a movie theatre, a cinema, and see a new Knight Rider with David Hasselhoff. Um, I would would totally be up. I love Knight Rider. It's one of the greatest TV series of all time. It's an inspiration. 
Martin Kellner's here. Good evening, Martin. Yes, Dawson good evening. Yes, thank you very much indeed. Um, yeah, I am a betting man, as it happens. Okay. It's my hobby, compulsive gambling. Yes. Uh, and I wouldn't put that bet... You know, I've put some ridiculous bets on. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bet well, I'm that. Well, bet, I'm, I'm betting, I'm, I'm betting with... that I can take some popcorn to a movie theatre yeah. to watch David Hasselhoff in a Knight Rider movie. I'm betting it. I'm You're, busy. Well, I'm, I'm betting you wouldn't, because you can't take it with you. You've got, you've got to buy it in the theatre. If you're caught, no. take with your own... No, I've just recently started... If you take a bag, they don't search your bags. So we go to the Smiths over the road, mm-hmm. and we buy sweets, yeah. and we buy... I must admit, I, I have bought popcorn once, but the popcorn in the... But we buy it in the Smiths, buy the drinks, put it in the bag. They've never checked. No. Never checked. Yeah, from that, I thought you meant you bought popcorn from the Smiths, and I thought, wow. No, not no, no, no. They don't... That would be cheeky of them, wouldn't it? They, yeah. don't, they don't sell it anymore. And also, they were just selling Panda Pops, and we like our whites. We're out of time. We haven't yes, got any oh, time. Yes, shame. You haven't, uh, you haven't got any time. You're banging on no. about popcorn. Well, like a crazy go. fool. Uh, thank you, James. We will be back on Monday at 10 o'clock. Stay tuned, though, coming up after one. It's Martin Kellner.